0: Hey guys, brand new podcast, and it's with uh, one of my favorite comedians, with one of my favorite comedian stories ever. One day, Nate Bargatze sat down to lunch with me and said, have you ever heard of that story the time Joe Lish shit in that girl's shoe? What? And I could not stop laughing at just...
1: In a shoe?
0: It's a long story. It's on here. The full... He's That's talk- a
1: pretty small target.
0: It's it, it wasn't even the reason he quit drinking. Right? But, but a shoe? He shit in her shoe.
1: On purpose?
0: Uh, what? Well, I mean, he was blacked in out. He was blacked out.
1: Closet, and I don't it think ended it was an accident. It just
0: randomly fell in his shoe. No,
1: but he didn't like take a shoe and say, "I'm gonna sit my ass over the shoe." He definitely
0: did do that, but he was blacked out. I think he thought it was a really, really small toilet. I don't Bullshit. know. Bullshit. No. I don't know. He shit in her shoe. I don't think he, he did just it. Just
1: squatted in her closet and it fell in her shoe. <laughs> There's just, no way that he digitally shit in a shoe.
0: I have no fucking idea. I don't know.
1: There's no way he was like, okay, I'm going to sit this right here.
0: You're going to have to listen to the podcast, Leanne.
1: Oh, my God. I think he was
0: blacked out, so he doesn't really remember a lot of his intention. He didn't realize he shit in the shoe until he walked all over her apartment, and shit was caked into his sock, and he was like, oh, Did my God. Did he put his
1: foot in the shoe Did, after he shit in I the shoe? I don't know
0: any of that. It's on the Why podcast. Why didn't you ask
1: these questions?
0: I'm not a great interviewer. Clearly.
1: Clearly. I mean, how did it get on his sock if, if he didn't put it in there the There was shoe? shit
0: all over the place. The table was shattered. What's crazy is...
1: Did he throw the shit-filled shoe at the table?
0: I think he left his shit-filled shoe there and just walked out. So he was late for a flight. He talks about this on the podcast.
1: This is this is disgusting. The
0: funniest part of it all is that he <laughs> he realized what he did and he texted them in the cab ride and was like, ladies, I am so sorry for what I did last night. And they were like, Ah, oh, it happens to the best of us. And he was like, what kind of fucking animals are these girls that I shit in their shoe? And they're like, yeah, we've been there, done that.
1: People shit in my shoe all the time. It's a
0: good story. He tells it on the podcast. He's told it before, but he tells it on the podcast and we he takes his time with it. It's a great podcast. That's not what I want to thank you for. I want to thank everyone who watched, shared, commented, liked, tagged your friend in the video I posted yesterday. Called Wow. Called Wow. It's me doing hip-hop dance
1: it was brilliant
0: i was i don't i wouldn't go as far as to say brilliant it i was will brilliant. say
1: it was totally brilliant it i will say it idea. was
0: inspired i've been wanting to do that for a long time i've been a fan of delaney glazer i have to th- say thank you to delaney glazer uh she was awesome she choreographed all of it she taught me the dance she worked with me through the dance when it got there, parts that were too hard she made them easier and uh she's awesome. So Delaney, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Uh, but it was fun. It was so much fun. I know I'm almost certain I can tell by the way he's texting that Tommy's going to come up with a rebuttal dance. I, 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 which,
1: Oh my God, is is it going to be a dance off?
0: It makes me so fucking excited that he would see something like that. And first off, think he could do better, but more importantly, that he's going to work at it, that he, that he's a grown man and he's going to take time out of his schedule, which is he's got fucking 50 shows in the next month. (coughs) He's going to work. Oh, man, he makes me fuck that. His texts back and forth have been fucking hilarious. Oh,
1: my God. It's going to be two dancing bears.
0: (laughs) We have a new two bears. One cave comes out, I think, next week. We're taping it this week, so I'm sure we'll talk about it on the podcast. I can't wait.
1: It Thank was really brilliant, actually. It, was, fu- it was, really, was fun. I've watched it probably 25 times.
0: I, I had a lot of fun doing it. Thank you, for real, for everyone that watched it and shared it. Now, if we can just get it in the hands of Post Malone, I know, then right? that would make me feel complete. Yeah. If we, if anyone knows Post Malone, hit up Post Malone. I was going to hit out. I, know, I have two friends that are friends with Post Malone. You do? Ethan. Oh, really? Yeah, Ethan and Hila are, fri- are legit Friends with Post Malone.
1: Well, then why don't you send it to him and say, hey. Eh,
0: I don't want to be like, hey. Because that's like that's like someone saying to me, hey, man, can you get me on Joe's podcast? And you're like, I'd rather.
1: The way you, things work. You don't work, think they've seen it?
0: I know Ethan actually has. He commented on it and shared it. But it's that's what I would never want. I would never want to put anyone in that position right. to be like leveraging their friendship with a guy who's like a rock star or what, or a rapper or whatever.
1: He's not a rapper. He's a rock star. Yeah.
0: I wouldn't ever want them, but I do want Post Malone to see it and I would love to see his hot take. And ultimately, I kind of want him to hire me f- to do a dance for his next music video. Maybe
1: he could dance that dance to his own music.
0: Maybe we could do it together. Maybe we could have, I have a lot of big ideas. <laughs> uh, one of which is getting on America's Got Talent.
1: I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe.
0: We got a Maybe. letter We got a letter today from America's Got Talent.
1: Uh, yes. Should An I read email, it? You should read it it was pretty brilliant it was
0: fucking awesome it made my day
1: it made my day too
0: subject was casting for america's got talent message was hey bert i just came across your video on youtube and absolutely loved it thank you thank you so much uh casting director who i will not name yeah because i don't want to no. i don't think you get in trouble you're don't just name reaching that person. out yeah, but thank you so much would you consider yourself more of a dancer or a comedian <laughs> which by the way is maybe Michael on my tombstone?
1: Michael on my tombstone.
0: <laughs> it might be the favorite thing I've ever read in my entire fucking life. Would you consider yourself more of a dancer or a comedian? Hmm. I'm gonna a actually. Put, I'm gonna put a pin in that and read the rest of the email first before I answer. I don't want to jump the gun. Was this dance video mainly to promote your tour?
1: Maybe. Mainly. Uh, mainly. Yeah. I think
0: solely. <laughs> I'm the casting director for America's Got Talent and would love to speak to you about our show. Would you have any interest? What's the best number to reach you? Definitely replying. Uh, definitely interested. Definitely. Definitely. But I, but the thing that sucks is that it would only be fun for me if they never knew I was a comedian. Right. And they and then I would be on the show and Howard Stern would go, so it says here you're a comedian too. How long you been at it? And I go, oh, 21 years. He goes, wow. You've been at comedy for 21 years and you're here as a dancer? I go, I am. I consider myself more of a dancer than a comedian, really. <laughs> and he goes, wow, h- how's comedy going? Oh, pretty good. I'm shooting my Netflix special on the 23rd of, uh, of November after my Body Shots World Tour. He's like, wait, you got a Netflix special? It'll be my second Netflix special. Yeah. Wait, you're on tour? Yeah, 3,000 seaters. It's a pretty big tour. I got a tour bus. But dancing's my primary. I fucking- Dancing's my soul. Dancing is my soul. <laughs> Howard, to be dead honest with you, if I could just scrap all that comedy stuff and just stick to dancing, that's where my heart would be at.
1: It's your true talent.
0: Oh, I fucking so badly. <laughs> but I would never want her to get in trouble I, for no. that, like, getting... A, I, and I, I'm not I'm not comfortable, doing your job. I'm not comfortable at punking people.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm yeah.
0: not comfortable at going up and...
1: But that would be so freaking fun. Oh. It would be so brilliant. Do you, they would, how, they would, you would never make it that far. Do you far. know how
0: many people listen to this podcast... Yeah. Would lose their fucking mind if they were casually watching America's Got Talent <laughs> with were... their family and all of a sudden they were like hold on is that is that for her <laughs> and I was dead serious breathing hard after my dance answering questions <laughs> oh it makes that might be my favorite thing that's if she did that just to be funny, funny I am fucking in love with this person she is
1: I don't the, think she did it just to be funny. I think she was doing her job.
0: I should. She's doing her job. She's putting yeah, out the God bless that, her for doing got, her job. She's always got her eye out there. Uh,
1: Somebody, she probably never heard of you. Someone shared it with her and said, you got to see this guy. And then she probably went, well, who is this which guy? Which really is
0: leads into my capability of being delusional. Like, I have delusions of grandeur about me and who I am and what I can do.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And that feeds into it so strongly. Yeah. Where I go... I literally read that and I was like, wait, I mean, I am a good comedian, but am I that good of a dancer? (laughs) I mean, I, that I fucking, I literally was like delusional going, what if I focus, if I focused on dancing the way I do comedy, I wonder.
1: Well, you know, just maybe.
0: Like there, I really do kind of own. The territory and forty-six-year-old overweight dad dancers.
1: Yeah, yeah, you do own that territory. Not a lot, no.
0: There aren't a lot of us out there.
1: Maybe you should work it into your stand-up.
0: How bad? Like, is we, would instead that be? of like
1: just coming out and just ripping your shirt off, maybe you could come out and do your little forty-five seconds. I would be
0: pouring sweat for my whole special if I no. I'm not 40, saying for your
1: special. I'm saying for your live shows.
0: I will be pouring fucking sweat for the whole show and out of breath for the first ten minutes. I was sweating after Andrew. How many times did I do that one? I did the first take and I was, and they were like, do you want to wipe down? Your back is glistening. We went through four towels in four takes.
1: Well, maybe you were detoxing.
0: I'm not. No, I wasn't. (laughs) Don't fucking do that.
1: (laughs) Just kidding. (sighs) But thank you
0: everyone who watched that body shots. World tour starts up in San Francisco. Uh, in a couple weeks, three weeks, not even, uh, Arizona Celebrity Theater, June or September fifteenth, the twelfth in San Diego, San Francisco, thirteenth in Los Angeles. Two shows: one at just out of the Late Show in Los Angeles, then Caboo in San Diego, and then I'm out to um, the Celebrity Theater in Phoenix, Arizona. And then the tour keeps going. Uh, all the dates are on the video. If you have not seen the video, go to my Instagram. It's at Bert Kreischer. Go to my Twitter. That's at Chrysler. Go to BurtBurtBurt.com. You can get all tickets for all the tour dates, and you can find links to all my um, YouTube and all that stuff. Um, big response to the Jim Gaffigan podcast last week. Yeah. Big, big, big response. I mean, great. up until that dance video, that was the most viewed video I had, I think, of the month was him telling that joke about uh, the the good news, bad news joke. Yeah. Oh, that was a great response. And then the, it was like quarter of a million views on YouTube.
1: That's great. So,
0: I'm glad you guys liked it. I love Jim. Make sure to check out his special. Look at that promo in it twice. Check out his special um, story story time. I think it's story time, right, Alston? Story time on on Amazon Prime on Amazon. Check it out. Um, watch Dave Chappelle special. Dave Chappelle's getting a lot of shade, but I don't think Dave Chappelle quality time. Quality time with Jim Gaffigan. Um, Dave Chappelle's getting a lot of shade, but I don't think he gives a fuck. Because I'll tell you right now. It was funny as fuck. Really? Dave Chappelle's special. Why is he getting is, shame? He's getting, not shame, shade. A little like shade. people. Are, people are trashing him and saying why?
1: Because
0: he just is a fucking comedian. He's telling jokes, telling jokes about.
1: But what are they saying? That's bad.
0: I, it's. I'm not gonna. I won't. I won't. I won't put it out there. I'd let. I just want everyone to watch it and to pick for themselves. Kay. I guarantee you, if you're a comedy fan and you are watching it by yourself in your house, you're not outraged. Right. You're not outraged. I'll tell you right now, there is. I'm going to guess 5,000 people in a theater in Atlanta that he filmed it at, that no one was outraged. Right. Everyone laughed hard as fuck. And he leans into great premises and he leans into the premise you don't want him to lean into and still convinces you. Great special. Congrats, Dave Chappelle. He's going to be on the podcast next week. Um, What? Nope. I was just saying that in case you weren't paying attention. Uh, But yeah, I think that's it. Right. Oh, my sponsors. Thank you so much to my sponsors. Today's podcast is sponsored to you by Ventero Watches. A quality watch is one of those small things that every guy needs. When you've got a nice watch, it changes the way you carry yourself, therefore the way people look at you. I am partnering with Ventero Watches so you can get a watch that makes you stand taller and feel a little more confident than you ever have exclusively for our listeners. Ventero is offering an extra 15% off their already very affordable watches. Go to vincerawatchescom slash BERT and use the code BERT to save an extra 15%. That's vincerawatchescom forward slash BERT. And the code is BERT for 15% off. This is our first time. We've, we did another read with them, but we are this is our first time working with Vincero watches. And the guys are nice enough to send me two of their watches. And God, I freaking love them. I got one is the Bellwether oh, Silver White nonstop. Isla, I got another one. Isla stole it. It's the Chrono... S Rose Gold. Um, but I love pairing a watch with my shoes. Yeah. It sounds so silly. I remember <laughs> Patrice used to do that. Pair his hat with his watch with his shoes. And I was like, I was blown away. I've never done it. I was always a one-watch guy. And then I got this bellwether watch and I absolutely love it. And I've gotten compliments. I've gotten compliments on the podcast that are legit compliments that we've aired on times when ventura wasn't even sponsors. I even caught uh people staring at my watch and They're that good-looking and eye-catching. Vincero claims to be the best value in their industry, and I agree with them. You're not going to find a better-made watch for this good a price anywhere else. And if you don't believe me, just go to Vincero's website and read one of the over 15,000 five-star reviews they've received. As I said, I'm wearing the uh, Bellwether silver and white. Isla has the Chrono S Rose Gold, but Vincero has dozens of styles to choose from even if you claim you're not a watch guy like myself, Vincero has a style that will change your mind. I went ahead and picked my top watches at Vincero. So go to VinceroWatches.com forward slash Bert to see my top picks. And don't forget, use the promo code Bert for fifteen percent off at checkout. This deal is too good to pass up. Go to V I N C E R O Watches.com forward slash Bert and please use the code Bert at checkout for fifteen percent off. This podcast is also brought to you by. ZipRecruiter. Hiring is challenging, but there's one place you can go where hiring is simple, fast, and smart. A place where growing businesses connect to qualified candidates. That place is ZipRecruiter.com slash birdcast. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over a hundred of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experiences and invites them to apply to your job. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidates so you never miss a great match. ZipRecruiter is so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. And right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash BurtCast. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash BurtCast. ZipRecruiter.com slash Bertcast. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. I'm telling you right now, thank you, everyone uh, who watched that video. That, well, I'll say it. We'll just say it one more time. Thank you so much. I'm glad that it made you happy. I'm glad that it made you giggle. I'm glad that I read all I read a lot of the comments and I never read comments. And I got a lot of texts from all my friends. Uh Talia Shab, Joe Coy, everyone. Tommy, Ari, everyone texted me and let me know how much they thought. It was f- so just thank you. I'll keep making cool videos and trying to post them just to make things better. Well, That sounded so stupid. I'll just keep making cool. F- I'll just keep making fucking videos. I don't know what else to do. You
1: just keep doing you.
0: I'll keep doing me. Today's podcast is a burner. You're going to love it. I love it. I love this guy. We talk about herpes. So if you were recently diagnosed with herpes and you're having a hard time with it, this is the podcast for you. Uh, Joe List <laughs> talks about it, about getting herpes for the first time and dealing with it and getting married and having a conversation with your wife and how it's not a bad thing, you just take a pill, Valtrex or something and you don't you don't have you don't have outbreaks. It's a, I love that. I love to hear that. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado. By the way, if you're in London at the Soho Theater, Joe List is playing August 30th and 31st. Make sure to go see him. At the Soho Theater. I think it's Soho Theater. August 30th and 31st. Tell him the machine sent you. Give him a hug. His podcast, Tuesdays with Stories, is with Mark Norman, my buddy. Um, It's a great podcast. I've been on it before. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, today's podcast, Joe List. This
2: is...
3: now with podcasts it's like robert kelly i feel like 90 percent of our relationship takes place on a podcast my entire
0: are you recording yet yeah oh should i start Um, no 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 we're no we're good good. Uh, (laughs) it's funny that it's like very meta to have that conversation on him no my i mean my entire relationship with Segura
3: is on podcasts i feel like it becomes weird wait should i be talking to the mic is this happening yeah yeah. we're, we're, we're podcasting. oh great all right well it becomes very strange because then when you have like an argument and stuff you're like can we just do this not can we on the do air? this
0: publicly as bobby likes he likes to have like oh um, bobby likes to shake it up yeah on i've air. gotten i have gotten in more arguments i've had more fights with bobby kelly <laughs> in my life than i've had with my wife i think
3: oh that's for sure if true with me yeah
0: he's such an interesting like Complicated, but like very simple guy.
3: Yes, uh, he'll probably be hurt by that. You're going to be in an argument with him by this by calling him simple. I, no, I've no, got, I've the,
0: gotten. By the way, I've gotten him fight. I, I bet I would argue. Bobby Coot would say, I'm top five fights he's ever been in. Oh really? Oh,
3: oh, I want to hear. Bobby about
0: and it. I almost got into a fist fight.
3: Oh wow, that would be interesting. I don't know much about. He was background. skinny
0: and shape, Bobby. Like,
3: yeah, I, but I think Bobby's a tough kid oh fuck yes but he's transitioning into an older man so now i don't know i mean i do you wonder about this i've had this conversation a lot before there's a lot of guys that their thing is they're like a tough guy that guy was a kung fu whatever and he's a tough but sometimes you're like yeah but now he's 60 now that bobby's 60 yeah but you're like how long does that training and toughness
0: last I think forever really yeah there's i mean there's a lot of yeah well because i look at men that are 60 and i go uh, yeah, I wouldn't fuck with him.
3: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't fuck with any person because I. Uh, yeah, that's me too. Yeah, I don't. I have. I
0: got nothing. Bobby was a legit tough kid growing up.
3: Yeah, I think so. I think he got you know, you know, abused and whatnot.
0: We were. Bobby's not gonna <laughs> like that. I'm telling this story. We were. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna like any of this. He'll like it.
3: I think you called him simple, which is gonna be. He's gonna be, dude. You no, think he's a I'm very. He's a
0: simple guy. He wants. He, dude, all he wants, really, at the end of the day, all he wants is to take care of his wife and his son make a fucking fort every now and then yeah and eat he wants to eat he wants to eat (laughs) i mean like in general you want to i can't really say much to that but you gotta i mean i mean in life you have to feed we were it was 2000 (laughs) it was before september 11th it's 2000 me bobby matt frost you know matt frost yeah i mean not well but yeah frosty and a guy named vincent nastry who was a manager at barry cats entertainment rented a winnebago in los angeles and we drove it all throughout the Southwest, yeah, like everywhere. I mean, it's for like two weeks, and towards the end of our trip, by the way, i have I didn't do anything on this trip at all. Yeah, like I had money at the time, so I was I would just throw money at anything I didn't want to do with right. And one of the things I didn't want to do was drive. I didn't want to drive. I just wanted to drink, yeah, so I never drove at all. I never drove one bit, okay? So <laughs> so Bobby is. Bobby's backing up the camper, and I, I don't think we had put the I forget I really forget, but I think we forgot to put the awning in or something. Okay. But he's backing up the camper. We're at hot springs. We ran into Barry Katz and his wife at the time, Susanna, Susanna, at these hot springs, randomly as fuck, randomly as fuck. Okay. <clears throat> Bobby's backing out, and he he catches the 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 awning on a branch and it rips it. And he's like, by the way. It's understated how angry you get at yourself when you bump your car into something. Of course. Or when you you scrape your door. You're like, mother. It's underestimated how angry you get. And I am unaware of how upset Bobby is. Yeah. And I just go, hey, Bobby, it's no big deal. We'll just pay for it when we get there. Thinking everyone's got hundreds of thousands of dollars because I have hundreds of thousands of dollars. Right. And Bobby's like, Bobby's at the time I, I, is like he's like no dude no dude we don't do that we don't fucking just throw money at it part no and like and like loses it I don't know what I said I said something that sent him through the roof and they had to keep us that Bobby stopped speaking and was just staring at me like I'm gonna kill you for and and literally they separated us and Bobby was outside and he was like come outside I'm gonna beat your ass and I was like I'm not going outside <laughs> I'm not going outside you come in here he goes no you have a vantage point because <laughs> I was upstairs oh, and, and he was like I'm not going up there you can kick me I go well I'm not coming down there you give me like it was so long that it took I really be honestly I don't think he forgave me on that trip I think it took like a year or two maybe four years for him to fully forgive me oh
3: yeah and it's probably still in there I would think something happened he's like dude this is just like when you fucking hit the whatever whatever happened
0: we we had um one of the funny this is the funniest my favorite bobby kelly story all right Uh, by the way i have a ton yeah bobby i i mean bobby was one of the only comics truthfully to like be my friend when i was a young comic okay and like bobby was a young comic at the time so like like everyone wanted to friend up and Bobby was like someone who just was nice and sweet. Yeah. So we're on this, we're on this trip, and we I read a boat. I read a boat for everyone. Yeah. So I go, we're gonna get a boat, we're gonna go out in Lake Mead or Lake Lake Powell. And I said, let's get like a we'll get a wakeboard, we'll get a tube, we'll go tubing. Bobby's like, Dad, I've always wanted to go tubing. So I go, awesome, hop on the tube first, I'll pull you. He's like, okay. <laughs> so I grew up in Florida, like tubing's a big deal. Yeah. So I put him on the tube, and I start hauling fucking ass. And I cut it, and I, he swings outside the wake, right? And he does what we call slow roller, where he starts leaning. He's like, "No, of course, no, no, yeah, no. yeah." Flips, busts. We all laugh, <laughs> and he is fucking steaming. Fuck you! Let me in that boat. I'm gonna kick your fucking ass. Jeez. And I'm circling him in the boat. I go, "I'm not letting you in the boat, Bobby." What's I'm not when playing? you're
3: circling, you're just creating huge wakes. I'm, that just,
0: he's... I'm just going around him, and he goes, "Stop the boat! Let me in so I can beat your ass." I go, "I'm not letting you in the boat, Bobby." And he goes, no, you made me bust on purpose. I go, yeah, that's tubing, Bobby. And he goes, no, it's not. I just want a nice, smooth ride. I go, listen, I'm sorry I did that. Hop on the tube, and I'll give you a nice, smooth ride. And he goes, you swear? I go, I swear. But I go, Bobby, I promise you it's going to be boring as fuck, and you're going to ask me to flip you off again. And he goes, no, I won't. I want a nice, smooth ride. So he gets on the t- <laughs> and I just pull him nice and slow, all nice right. and steady. And he realizes very quickly this is boring as fuck. And then all, you see him on the tube. He's, like, looking at himself. And, like, after two minutes, he goes, fuck it, spin me! <laughs> <laughs> so I spun him again, he goes, I'd never ridden tubes. He didn't know that that's how a tube ride was. So did
3: he forgive you for the first one, then? Yeah, he gave me well, that one.
0: Good. and then uh, And then we got to another, yeah. But I, I love Bobby. I absolutely love Bobby. That Dude, is the thing about tubes. his stand-up's tubing. fucking phenomenal right now. Oh, he's ridiculous. Bobby... It's always been great, but fucking what he's talking about right now is I couldn't follow him. No, he literally kills
3: harder than anybody than anybody yeah i don't know who could he's one of those guys that's like unfollowable but gets mad when you put him last because he's like dude why do i gotta go last i don't want to fucking go last i want to go home but you're yeah. like yeah well that's your your fault your fault you have to nobody can go after you i he's, can't go after you no one's gonna go after you uh yeah he's a fucking killer it's he's ridiculous
0: the, he's the he's the podfather of the east coast
2: yeah yeah he is. he
0: is you know what you know what dude <laughs> it was kind of like I was kind of, I mean, it was where I met everyone, really. Yeah. I met you there. Yeah. You hosted uh, an episode. Yeah. Yeah. That I was on. I didn't know anyone in that room. It was me, you, uh... Lewis, maybe? Lewis Gomez? No, it wasn't Lewis. I knew Lewis at the
3: time. Oh, was it? Was it Soda? Was he there? I think Soda was there. That sounds right. I remember it. That was like the old, old podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, On that weird wood table. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. I remember you being like, um, do you guys headline? I don't really know you guys. And I remember being like, who is this asshole? <laughs> he doesn't know that I headline? What are you kidding? Uh, I'm horrible about that. I don't know anyone. Well, I mean, I shouldn't have been. I mean, I'm making fun of myself. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah. I know, but I really <laughs>
0: am like the most self-centered human being where I just don't think of other people. Like, Ari's not like that. Like, so is Bobby, but like... Ari today, are they at a baseball game? No
3: one's to a baseball game. Yeah, they're all at the Yankee game. But Ari can be like that too. We were booking a show together and I was like, let's get this, uh, let's get uh, Tom Takar on, which I don't know if you know him. I know Tom Takar. But uh, Ari's like, I never heard of this guy. He must suck. And I was like, don't be that guy. I fucking hate the, I don't know who he is, so he must suck. Cause I'm like, well, now you know who he is. I'm telling you now that he's funny. Yeah. So you now know of a funny guy named Tom Takar. He's like, but how would I not have heard of him? And I'm like, I don't know. who Does fucking everyone call you? Sometimes you haven't heard people. People do that to me on Twitter. They're like, "I've never even heard of you," and I'm like, "Well, I've done things. I mean, it doesn't mean I suck because you haven't heard of me." They're not like emailing people, being like, "Hey, there's a new guy." Yeah, I'm like, "Well, yeah, a lot of people haven't been heard of.
0: There's a lot of people, people that haven't been heard been of. Heard of most good. people haven't been heard of." Yeah, that's so fucking. There's funny. plenty
3: of people that are good, but anyways, Ari has a little bit of that. But here's what the best part of Ari, more than anyone I know, you can be like, "That's fucking. You're an idiot. That's stupid." And He'll be like, "Yeah, you're
0: right. You're right. I fucked up." He is very. I don't, the word isn't self correcting. He's very uh, accepting of being told he's a
3: fucking retard. He, he's very, he's can I say very retard? He,
0: can, he can, yeah, you can say it. Great. Sorry. Can, <laughs> my buddy said it on a special. <laughs> Which one? It's Tom. Oh, yeah. yeah then you get, get in trouble. So for that? much trouble. Oh, yeah. Geez. But he. But you know, it, Tom's kind of guy that he was like, that wasn't the, I mean, like, I think if Tom had said it like hateful, he would have been like, he were like, yeah, I guess that was fucked up. But Tom was like, that's not the joke. You're taking the joke out of context. Right. And so he was like, that's not fair. You can't just change the words of my joke and then tell talk- did you see Sarah Silverman today? I saw a little she clip She got fired thing. from a movie because she was in Blackface in 2007. Oh, geez. Yeah. I just
3: put out a video of uh, Dan Soder and I doing Asian impression. Maybe I should take it down.
0: I thought that you were a pro wrestler.
3: Yeah, I'm a pro wrestler. In
0: that video.
3: Yeah. But still I do like a... <laughs> But I don't have a movie as long as I'm gonna move. And we were being silly I'm in character It was from five years ago I, I but you can't explain that to people If people are offended It's not like you can be like Well it was five years ago And I was pretending to be a wrestling kind
0: They're not like oh okay Segura told me a, a story on our We have a podcast Two Bears One Cave uh-huh. And he told me a story last week That made me laugh so hard It's the hardest I've ever laughed One of the top five, top ten hardest I've ever laughed Okay he asked me if I'd ever had sex with a black chick, and I said no. I said, Have you? And he said, Yeah, once. Uh Charleston, South Carolina at the beach. I <laughs> saved her from drowning. <laughs> that premise stuck so hard with me. Well, that's just you have to do that. I, I was, I couldn't stop laughing, but so I've been thinking of it. And I think of it to cheer me up. I I what I do is I I like. It's my brain. I'm a little obsessive compulsive, so if, oh, I'm constantly so, thinking about jokes. Yeah. So sometimes to get my brain off jokes. I'll play fun scenarios in my head uh-huh. and then let them expand out. And so that one with Tom today was, I was trying to do an impression of her voice in my <laughs> head, but I was at Starbucks. Hey, hey Tom, hey Tom Segura. I was trying to do impressions <laughs> of her voice, and I was going, "Wait, is that racist? I don't think so. If you caricature." a person of color no that's not racist no i don't think so if you just if you if you're like what's racist when you do a voice is when you go and then barack obama said hey man like you're like that's not even somebody sounds yeah like an it.
3: inaccurate yeah. voice yeah i mean there's do lots you of things worry that about are that racist that shit with, with stand-up that. i worry not with stand-up because my stand-up doesn't really have that but podcasts for sure oh. yeah i worry about it i mean that's all i do is worry about it because i've said horrible things and we say horrible things i've said much worse
0: really i'm sure oh great I'm sure. I think about Mark Norman said the worst. Yeah, well, I'm on the show with them. <laughs> <laughs> um, But we do a lot of like. I mean,
3: Bobby Kelly's podcast, too. and it exists when I was drinking. So I was. And it was. Wait, a were few you drinking years ago. when I met you? I don't know. I don't know. That was right in that area. I think we never
0: drank together though. We're definitely talking about your drinking. Uh, sure. The hardest. <laughs> one of my favorite moments in life, Nate Bargatze. And I are sitting... Uh, you know you know this already.
2: I think so, Nate Bargazzi
0: yeah. and I are sitting in Tennessee. We're yeah. with Ari. And Ari's talking about you. And I said, you know, I don't really know Joe. Yeah. And Nate goes, you don't know Joe? And I said, no. He goes, Did you ever hear that time Joe shit in that girl's shoe? I went, huh? I, I got so excited. I got so excited. I was slapping the table. And I was like, "This is what my life is about. This is why I love what I do." Is that you just said that, and now I know I got good stuff coming my way. I
3: appreciate that. That makes no. Well, Nate enjoyed it the most. I mean, Nate was with me that night, and then when I told him what had happened, he was. It's the hardest I've ever heard anybody laugh. I was on the plane, like covered in shit, and it made me feel better that Nate was just like <laughs> cry laughing.
0: And Nate is a really like Nate's a, obviously a great joke writer, but he's such a great story storyteller. Yes, when he tells a story. He does it the way an old Southern man would do it, yeah. where he takes pause where needed. Yes. And when you go, when you called the girls, you're like, listen, I think I might have shit in your shoe. And they're like, it's not that bad. And you stopped me and you went, wow, these girls must be savages. That was literally
3: what I thought. I, te- I, I texted. and I was like, I want to kill myself. I'm so sorry. And she's like, oh, you were fine. And I was like, these girls are fucking animals, man. Like, these girls party. <laughs> these I girls still party. I shit in her
0: shoe. And she's I, like,
3: hey man, it happens. I really was like, wow, I, Jesus Christ. Like, but that's the I got saved by the fact that they were like twenty-two years old. Like if they were in their forties, like I would have been <laughs> I would have been sent to jail or had my dick cut off or something. But they were like twenty-two, fresh out of college. But they did not realize because then what happened was I flew across the country. Took my phone off airplane. Wait, wait, mode.
0: wait! Started started start a little Should bit. Just anyone sorry. who does know the story. This is one of the hardest I've okay, left. I left in a restaurant at Nate Bargazzi telling me the story about you. I've heard you tell it on Rogan.
3: I told it on Rogan. Yeah. So I feel bad because I, I don't want people tweeting at me, being like, "We already no, heard this." No, 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 piece no. no. I'm fucking
0: make you tell this story. All
3: right, great. Well, it was like I was like, first of all, I was like in like I was post breakup, so I was in that like sad mode where I was like, "I'm never gonna meet anyone. I hate myself. I'm a piece of shit." And then I kind of liked this girl that worked at Caroline's. She was like a door. Chick or whatever that I would chat with, and so I was trying to like, you know, hook up with her. But I'm a fucking idiot. I don't know how to hook up or whatever. So I was like, "Well, I'll go drinking after the thing, after the show." But I got shit house like way too early, and uh, I was at some bar. I was at a bar show like two hours before I met up with her. And you ever have that moment when you're on stage and you're like, "I'm fucked up
0: right now." No, I don't. get But I don't drink a lot before I go on stage. Oh well, I, <clears throat> I'm a weird. I'm an anomaly with drinking. We're gonna talk about that because I want to talk about your drinking. But remind me, Halston, when I say I'm coming to a lot of realizations about my drinking because I'm not really drinking right now. Okay. But I'm an anomaly with everything about drinking because I like being hungover more than I like being sober. Interesting. Yeah. I, it be, I think, it, I don't know if it's my blood sugar or if my brain has, in a fight or flight kind of way, has been trained so much that it's time to go to work. We don't feel well. Let's flood them with serotonin. If when I'm hungover. My brain just goes, that's its natural reaction, goes, we're getting through this, buddy. We got this. I write jokes so good hungover. I drank, well, I drank last night and the night before that, but other than that, I haven't drank for like 15 days, 20, 10 days, whatever. And so I'm not really counting it, but um, (laughs) I didn't drink the other day, and I I wrote a joke so quick. like Just like out of nowhere, out of nowhere I went, and by the way, I'll tell you the joke. It's a pretty good joke uh halston maybe we're gonna take this out i don't know but uh <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. It's a good joke right yes. out of nowhere i wrote that yeah. out of fucking nowhere i went huh? that's odd hungover brain keep going you guys are drinking okay
3: um i, I, have, I have thoughts on that also but i guess we can swing back around yeah we'll swing
0: here. back because well, I, I want to talk about your quitting okay drinking. great yeah
3: um but anyway so i was like 2nd on second i'm
0: sorry it's my daughter and i'm oh, only shit. afraid that something's oh, going it. on no, what's up it. baby
1: so we are meeting Sandy at Staples to buy school supplies. I mean, at Target to buy school supplies. Great. Okay. okay. We just got out of the orthodontist. It was a long one. They had to do X-rays uh, on Iva.
0: Okay. Okay. Listen, I'm in the middle of a podcast. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I I'm saw Georgia's phone and I just answered it, thinking she's on a fucking bus somewhere.
1: Maybe you're not funny. <laughs> I love you.
0: Bye. My daughter just got on a fucking bus and we lo- we fucking had a big fallout about my daughter taking the bus by her like just getting on with some friends and going to pasadena oh geez i was like nah, this stuff fucking doesn't happen oh, anyway God. i apologize Keep no going. no that's all right i enjoyed it um
3: oh so anyways i was like fucked up and then i went to caroline's to meet up with nate and this girl and her friend and i was already shithouse then we started drinking at caroline's then we went to barcelona bar do you know barcelona bar Uh-oh. it's a great bar it's in new york it's on eighth avenue it's a shot bar where they like, it's the whole specialty shots and they do all these theme shots. Like they do like a full metal jacket and they give you like a helmet and he starts being like, get down and give me 20, you piece of shit, fucking fat, whatever. Yeah. And uh, they do like that kind of stuff. There's a Harry Potter where they shoot fire. It's a whole thing. Um, so we went there and just started doing all these shots and stuff. And I was like in a fucking, I was hammered, like close to blackout. The next day I was flying to Seattle to do the Seattle comedy competition, which is a month long. I had a month long cross country trip the next morning but you know i like this girl or whatever so i just kept well you know once you get going you can't yeah stop like i didn't have the thing of like let me go to bed yeah so then my friend bartends my friend jason canner he's a bartender at or was jason a bartender Cantor. yeah you know canner he's yeah. been on your show yeah so he used to bartend at the 13th step ironically and, <laughs> um, so they're like let's go down there there's some people down there so we go down to that bar and i don't remember the cab ride i just remember going there being like i'll have one and i don't go whatever so the next thing I remember, I played a little beer pong. Louis Katz was there, Nate Bargatze. And then I was like at the bar with this girl. And I guess I kept saying, you hate me. I was like, you fucking hate me. That's like my, that was my go-to. And then she would go to the bathroom and Candor was like, dude, this girl likes you. That's why she's talking to you. And then she came back and I was like, you fucking love me. I just switched it to you love me. And then I was like, I got to go though. I was like, you got my number. I got to go. So then I just left. And then... I don't remember any of this. This has all been told back to me. I just showed back up like 45 minutes later. And then Cantor's like, I thought you left. And I guess I just said, I did. And then I just walked back and started playing more beer pong. So that 45 minutes is just lost. I have no idea where I was. I was just really? in the East Village somewhere. I don't know. I don't know what happened. But then I took a cab back to Queens with these two girls. And then I remember throwing up outside of a bodega and then going in to buy more beer, like I—that's I like in and
0: out. Did they see you throw up?
3: I don't know. I was just throwing up on the wall, and then I got like a six-pack of Heineken. And then I remember sitting on the couch with like a beer post throw up. Then I wake up, I'm in someone's bed, and I just remember I had to piss so bad. I was like, I have to. I gotta. I'm gonna piss my pants. I've never had like I had to piss so bad. I found the bathroom. I pissed for like three minutes, and I had that feeling of like I'm. I don't know where I am. And I don't know what happened. I couldn't find my glasses or my pants. So I piss. I'm like, thank God I didn't piss the bed. That could have been really bad. <laughs> so then I walk out, I look in the living room, and they had a living room table that was just like shattered, like someone had fire laid the table. And you know that feeling when you're drunk, you're like, that was me. Yep. I know that that was me. And then it started to be weird because no one was there. And I felt, I just had that air of like something's off. And then I went into. I started walking to the kitchen, and I saw footprints of feces just like shit strewn everywhere and it kind of followed back into her bedroom and there was a big puddle of piss and a sneaker like a high top sneaker with like a spiky shit sticking out of it like i shit in her sneaker and then it like a lot of it went elsewhere and then i like picked up my foot and my sock was just covered in shit and i had just walked around with shit everywhere and then I look at the clock and I'm like, my flight is leaving in like 45 minutes from like JFK. It's a cross country flight. And this is in Astoria. So it's like a 40 minute ride. So I called my best friend in Seattle who was going to pick me up at the airport. I was like, I don't think I'm going to make my flight. I just shit in a girl's shoe. And uh, I hadn't packed, by the way. I had no clothes or anything. So then I just went, I started trying to like scrape up. The, I was like, let me clean up the shit. That would be the nice thing to do. I'm trying not
0: to throw up right now.
3: It's fucking gross. I mean, dude, it was a, like a wet, shit just sticking out of a sneaker but the fact that that's amazing is i got it in the sneaker mostly
0: yeah it's a really impressive yeah i,
3: th- I think i thought it was the toilet that's what i think of. i'm sure um so anyways there was shit everywhere so then i started like trying to wipe it but it was like really on there it was like caked in it had dried a little bit you know so i was trying to get it and i picked up a few of the big clumps with my sock and then kind of flipped it inside out you know like and then threw it in there like kitchen trash. <laughs> so it's like barely cleaned up. It's still in the kitchen. And then I was like, I just got to go. I got to get out of here. So I cleaned up as much as I could the big pieces, but there was definitely shit still caked on the kitchen floor and shit. And so then I hopped in a cab. I ran home, grabbed all, whatever clothes I had, just stuffed it in. Were suitcase. you close to them? I lived like a few blocks from them. Yeah. Okay. Luckily we're neighbors. So that's good. And <laughs> then uh, I jumped in the cab. That's when I texted. I was like, I'm going to kill myself. I'm really sorry. And they were like, don't worry about it. It's no big deal. And I was like, holy fuck, oh, okay, great. So that part was like kind of nice. Then I missed my flight. They put me on a flight to Boston. I had to fly to Boston to get to Seattle. Then on the layover is when I realized, I called Nate. I was telling him the story in Boston. I was like, I'm in Boston right now. I missed my flight. I'm covered in shit. I didn't realize I was covered in shit. I just thought I shit everywhere. And then when I was on the plane and I literally crossed my leg like this and just saw there was shit all the way up my pant leg And it was on my actual, like, ankle. And I just slowly put my leg back down and kind of opened the vent and just was like, all right. And luckily, it's Boston to Seattle. So it's like a 3,000-mile flight. (laughs) Yeah. Then I landed and because of the delay. Like, I I was like, showtime. Like, I got picked up at the airport and went straight to the first night of the contest. Did the show. Hadn't showered. Did the show with shit on my leg. Came in first place that night, which was pretty cool. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. That was pretty exciting. And then I came off. I went back to my friend's house, showered, and I had to like literally pull shit out of my leg hair. And I just sat in the shower for like half hour, started crying. And I just was like- Started I got, crying? Yeah. Oh, dude. I was crying. I was covered in shit. I was like, I am a piece of shit. I have pieces of shit. <laughs> literally. I was trying to like cram little pieces of shit down the shower drain.
0: Oh, my God.
3: I mean, it was horrible. I felt so bad. And then when I landed, oh, so that's when I landed, I took my phone off of airplane mode. And that's when I got the text being like, holy shit, we had no idea how bad this was. And it was like, you owe Beth a new pair of Nikes. Um, <laughs> so then I ended up writing her like this long, long Facebook message, which I still have somewhere. It's on my Facebook messenger. Um, and then uh, she was like, it's cool. Like, I hope you never get that drunk again, yada, yada. And I sent them a birthday card with three hundred dollars in cash in it with like another apology so wait
0: did you what what was the when did you shit in their shoe
3: do you remember well here's the thing that's crazy so they didn't know about it so it must have been after they had left like they went to work they have jobs so like this is the craziest part of the whole thing to me it wasn't like four in the morning i shit in the girl's shoe at like 10 30 a.m or whatever the fuck it was like <laughs> daytime like people were at work and i was just like Ugh. I think I mean like I don't exactly know like I blacked out it was probably like three or four when we were hanging but like I said like they weren't aware of what had happened so they must have already have left so maybe between like 8 and 10 a.m. I took a big shit that's
0: and was and so then did you quit drinking then
3: no I drank that (laughs) night like that that night I remember thinking I mean this is like alcoholic this is like a you know I like that night. I remember like well I'm not going to stop drinking so I might as well I drank that night I was like I'll have a couple beers tonight with shit still on my leg from the previous night at the show Yes. And I kept drinking for another like couple
0: years after that, two full years after that. What was your, what was your, like, you, you, I mean, I've I've, I've, I've never shitting, but I've definitely pissed on someone's table.
3: Well, that was the thing. for me, like, all my friends were fuck ups too. We're all drunk, comedian idiots. So I called a good buddy of mine who I think doesn't want to start there, but I told him and he was like, oh, I've done that like six times, dude. And I remember (laughs) like, all right, all right, okay. And then Nate was laughing so hard. Nobody was like, "Hey, then this is fucked. Like you're a fucking psychopath. Like you got to stop drinking." <laughs> Nobody was there to like help me. I was but I wasn't calling sober people. In those moments, you don't call people that are like sober cuz they're going to be like a bummer about it. Yeah. You call other drunks that are like, "Hilarious. I love it."
0: Yeah, and part of you has to go. This is I'm a comedian. This is what I do.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I had never pissed my pants but cuz I know a lot of guys that just piss their pants all the time, which is crazy.
0: I've never pissed my pants. I but I I got I got I right after i graduated college i got really fucking wasted at an ex-girlfriend or a girlfriend's house her parents house ate a joint got stuck in their cupboard got put in bed and got woke up in the middle of the night by her dad as as i was pissing on their dining room table oh and then when he woke me up apparently i uh david blamed the tablecloth just ripped it out and then laid in my own urine and covered myself and went back to sleep on the table he then put me in my bed woke her up had her come out and she's like no it's water it's water he's got a he spilled water i'm sure he had spilled water and his dad's like i don't see the cup <laughs> and then she woke me up the next morning i was like you pissed on our dining room table and i was like that doesn't happen i never did that and then all of a sudden i was like wait does your dad wear white tighty white is and she's like he does i go oh yeah i definitely pissed on your <laughs> dining room table i remember your dad waking me up yep 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 yeah that's always weird. i mean
3: i've done a lot of shit like that i slept in someone else's piss one time my friend uh <laughs> tom, do you know tom dustin at all I do. He's a wonderful comedian. You'd love him. Great guy. He's got a great room in Key West. You should come do it. That's neither here nor there. But he had a... um, One time he was similarly... Like someone took the couch cushions off. It was like a big party to like unfold the bed. Like it's like a couch bed. And they just leaned the couch cushions against the wall. He thought it was like a urinal or whatever. So he just pissed on it like it was a urinal. I didn't know that and then later i was drunk and saw all the couch cushions like leaning against the wall and i was like this is a perfect bed like, yeah why is no one using this as a bed so i laid it down and just slept and i woke up and my entire side was just soaked and then someone was like oh tom had pissed on that so i just i slept in someone's piss for like six and a half hours which to me is grosser than shitting in someone's shoe oh yeah hardcore when was the first time you got drunk uh probably when i was like i was late probably like almost 19 it was in Montreal I didn't drink all through high school really and then my friends went up to we went to Montreal to watch see Pearl Jam in like October 2000 so I must have been 18 18 and a half or so and that was like the first time I drank
0: do you feel like do you feel like you had a drinking problem since the first time you drank or do you feel like it just escalated towards the end I definitely had I remember drinking and being like, this
3: is the best I've ever felt. I feel all of a sudden like feeling like, whoa, uh, it's all clear to me. Yeah. This is the way to be like, I need to be like, uh, I felt um, superhuman. Yeah, I felt good for the because fr- I felt always like unwelcomed and awkward and uncomfortable. And then I had a
0: couple of drinks and I was like, oh, I know how to get to that fucking place. Oh, so I definitely felt that. Uh, can I tell you the first time I got drunk? The very first time I got drunk, we were at Alan Rieger's house. <clears throat> I'd had alcohol before, but I never I'd always faked it. Yeah. Like if I'd, I'd fake being drunk, yes, and I liked, I liked faking being drunk. Yeah, like I was, I, I, I faked being drunk probably four or five times before I got drunk. Like we'd have a sip of beer, and I'd be like, "Oh, whoa, dude!" Right, Is that hitting you. <laughs> right, right, and uh, and then the first time I got drunk, I got drunk. I didn't mean to get drunk. I was gonna fake it again. Yeah, but then it happened. Yeah, and we were drinking Natty Lights in the vacant lot behind Alan Rieger's house, right? We then come around to the front. We're hanging out with Allison Williams. Uh, Allison Williams, the actor? No, no, no. Oh, it's like prettier, in my opinion, the one I was with. Oh, yeah. really? I dated her uh, like for freshman year of high school. We didn't, I mean, not, not serious or anything. You dated she someone still, prettier than Allison Williams? She's still beautiful. Yeah. Wow. I dated a lot of people prettier than Allison Williams. And I don't so, believe that, but keep going. So, uh, oh, I'll show you. I'll show you. Uh, don't look at my wife, but yeah, I'll show you. <laughs> so, so uh, we were sitting in the front, and I am buzzed, right? Yeah. And I'm feeling loose, and I'm like murdering. I am so funny at this moment. Yeah. And I'm like, this, I go, I think I'm drunk. This is awesome. And Miss Rieger yells at us. She goes, boys, get inside right now. Brings us into their kitchen, sits us in the kitchen, me, in and Alan, and then dumps a trash bag of the beers that we've been drinking on the table and says, I found this in the back lot. Is this yours? My brain said at that moment, I know we're in trouble, but I don't care and I feel super sparkly. Yeah, yeah. And I went, I don't really give a fuck. I was like, whoa, what is this magic sauce I've been drinking? Yeah. That's like, the feeling of like I don't really give a
3: fuck about it. I mean that's why I would drink all the time cuz you be like I got to do this, I haven't done that, and then you have a few cocktails and you're like, ah, who gives a fuck about that?
0: Yeah, I think that's I think that's part of my drinking at airports is I, I hate flying yeah so i reward myself when i get there and i go you know what we're gonna have a cocktail and then i go it's not that bad i got the day off i'm partying on a plane right and i think that is a lot of why i drink at airports but i've had to fucking curb that because it's just unhealthy yeah it's really yeah it's not good alcohol is really unhealthy for you yeah yeah well oh, i don't it's,
3: i feel weird because i'm like i don't want to be here being like yes it is burt i'm here to no, you, I'm here to help you fuck. no uh but no yeah it's bad well it's a depressant first of all and then it's bad for of course your liver and all your organs all that shit did um i mean drinking heavily i know one drink and whatever moderation blah blah blah. I,
0: well, and i know i'm not a moderation guy <laughs>
3: yeah neither I don't know i've never thing. been a moderation
0: guy i don't understand how people do that
3: no i still i talk about that all the time like i still don't like in the summer i was on the beach yesterday i don't go like oh man i would love to have one beer i'm like oh wouldn't it be fun to drink 75 <laughs> beers
0: i i i'm never i'm not a guy that's like i can actually i take that back <clears throat> i can't i mean root beer i drink a, i drink a case of them i yeah. love root beer yeah i'll drink a case of fucking root beer also not good for you diet cokes i'll drink a case of them yeah LaCroix, i'll drink a, i i have never sipped on a Lacroix. i murder it one sip yeah. i murder the whole thing one sip <laughs> I remember in I remember in college getting up. <laughs> I don't know if and, you call that a sip, by the way. It's mean, a gulp. It's a gulp. Yeah. I remember in college, I had a refrigerator in my room, and I would stack it with uh, orange soda, with uh, orange and grape soda, Welch's. Okay. And I'd wake up in the middle of the night and just murder a fucking orange soda in the middle of the night. One sip. Just get up over. Uh, put yeah, it down.
3: That's yeah. That's that's problematic. Coffee. I hate the taste. Yeah. I do it for the buzz. Oh, see, I don't drink. I hate the taste of coffee. Also. What are you drinking drink, right I'm now? drinking tea. This is green tea. You like I'm tea? A big, is that why Ari's drinking tea? Because of you? Probably, yeah. He, got, he took it all from me. Uh, no, I loved I'm a big tea guy. I had coffee. I went to Peru, and I had a cup of coffee in, like, the mountains of Peru where they, like, they're brewing it outside your hotel room, and I was like, this is the worst thing I've ever had in my life. So I don't know how I would come and, like, Dunkin' donut enjoy Dunkin Donuts. Really? I had like people fly in from all over the world to taste this coffee. And I'm like, this is garbage. So when was the last time you drank? Alcohol? Yeah. Oh, December twenty eighth, twenty twelve. You Helium. were
0: sober for New
3: Year's? I got sober. People think it's a weird time to get sober, but it's actually a great time because everyone like new year's eve is a great time to be sober for a couple of days because you're like thank god i'm not like this especially in philly i mean it was like fucking Wait, you grew up in philly It was like a zombie movie no no i happen to be working there oh, yeah. i'm a, I'm a boston guy that's what i thought but i was at uh, helium in philly with gary gullman and uh, he gave me like that alcoholic test one of these you might be an alcoholic if you get it's like 30 questions and it's like if you answered more than five you're probably an alcoholic and i did like 28 and like one of them was like an asterisk it was like have you been hospitalized for drinking and i'm like no but I'm like, I have been like bleeding a bunch. Like I should have gone to the hospital. But it was one of those things, and I was like, all right, I should get sober, yada yada. But uh, yeah, that was the last time I drank. So was.
0: you just got sober because you took a test from Gary Goldman?
3: That was part. I mean, I knew I had. I like, I got herpes. I shit in a girl's shoe. I was. I hated myself. I had no money. I was featuring after 15 years. Um, so yeah, I mean, that was a big fuck up for sure. Like I hated. I mean, I literally hated myself and was fat, and my I had you were no, fat, not fat, but doughy, not fat, like you know. I know,
0: fat people, <laughs> not these fucking animals, but you know, doughy, mushy. So, so it was just—it wasn't like a rock bottom. You just like, this is, I'm done.
3: Well, I had had, I had already had. I felt like I hit bottom and then just kind of hung out down there for a while.
0: Yeah. Um,
3: but I knew, I knew I had to quit for years. Like I had tried quitting a few other times. I'd gone like six days, ten days. One time, and this is a story I've told before, also. But I was like going to AA, and uh, I had like six days sober. And I left a meeting. My friend was like, "I'm at." Uh, coyote ugly in the east village you know that bar where they like, dance and the thing and i was like i'll come meet you which is, i don't recommend anyone getting sober i was like i got six days i gotta got hold of it i'll go to fucking coyote ugly and this is a true story i ordered a coke and they cut the music the girl was like in her bra and she goes we got a faggot in the house it was like this is like 2009 we could just get on a microphone in the east Village. we got a
0: faggot in there. it was house. crazy
3: i mean she said fat it was East Village. i was like this is crazy and everyone went like ah and I was like, give me a shot. And then I got like a shot of Jager and I just drank every day for another like three years. So that woman, that she fucked me. I shouldn't have been there. but We
0: got a faggot in the
2: house. It was
3: crazy. And um, yeah, that got me right back. But it was like, you know, such an insane place to go when you're six days yeah. sober. I mean, I wouldn't go there now.
0: I did. I did. Um, I quit drinking for real one time. Um, like I was like, I think I'm done. Yeah. And it was, <clears throat> I was 20 i was 29 okay i think and um i turned 30 wasn't drinking it was probably it was like eight months and uh not really working a ton yeah. you know but like i had money from tv and i went to italy with my wife and i have a really bad flight anxiety i've always had a big fear of flying and on the ride there on the flight there there was really bad turbulence i tried everything we played cards i talked to her and when we got there there was she had a bruise on her leg where i had been holding her leg through the turbulence Wow, she had a bruise from me squeezing her leg jesus and she was like she was like looked at me like you gotta you really gotta get a hold of this You're, it's gonna eat you alive and i was like no i thought i did good and she was like no you were <laughs> you were like because I, I cried at one point I cr- sometimes like jesus i know this is really bad did yeah i, I used insane. to cry on planes because i was like i'm dying I'm, this plane's going down i'm dying yeah. it was really fucking bad so we were in italy it's it's probably a day two days after new year's it's snowing we're in venice it's snowing we go to dinner and uh she orders a glass of wine and i and i just am like and by the way i, I didn't, didn't have a problem quitting drinking at all I didn't have i didn't want it i didn't care for it i didn't give a fuck it was like i stopped and i just stopped and then i'm sitting at this restaurant and i go i want a glass of wine she was like what and i said i don't want to come to italy with you and not in a beautiful restaurant it just started snowing we're in fucking Venice i want a glass of wine and she was like have a glass of wine i don't think you have a drinking problem i was like really she's like i don't think you have a drinking problem i think you drink too much but i don't think you have a drinking problem and i went I didn't have a glass of wine. She's like, "Yeah, had a glass of wine." We went out, made out in the fucking Saint Mark's Square when it snowed. No one was there. No one was there. Fresh snow. Were the only footprints. One of the God. most greatest nights of my life. That sounds amazing. And I'm so happy I drank that night. I'm. So, I look back and I go, "Thank God, I lived the life I wanted to live instead of just signing up for some rules for me that it didn't work." <clears throat> and so I think I've. I, and you know, and I think I. I definitely think I probably could do without booze but my problem is like i said i love i love being hungover. what what is it you love about being hungover? that's so fascinating i don't know me. i see things differently i th- see things a tad bit skewed but do you think you couldn't get there in sobriety i've been i've been s- sober a lot this month or yeah. this past three weeks or whatever the majority of them I, I think i've drank like three days okay but it's just it's events friends are coming over we went golfing one day i, I had an eagle and so i drank at the bar, an eagle playing
3: golf.
2: Oh, or, oh, like oh, okay. yeah. They
0: just had a fucking eagle no.
3: landed here, and you're like, "I'll have a beer with this <laughs> eagle that just came in." <laughs> if a hawker and eagle comes, I have a couple cocktails.
0: So, um, and I've been saying to myself, sober, waking up sober. Well, I feel good. I definitely feel good. But I haven't been writing jokes, and I've just been like, huh, like just like, eh, so. I guess I'll get coffee. I'm gonna go work out. I'm gonna get some shit done. I'm gonna, you know, like, I'll re- I'm gonna read at night. I've been reading books. Yeah. But like, the real razzle dazzle, like the fucking spark is for me, is hungover, 8 a.m., Saturday morning, cup of coffee. Yesterday, I laughed so fucking hard for the whole morning, hungover as fuck.
3: That's so interesting. I mean, that really is an anomaly. I've never heard anybody be like, I miss hangovers or I like hangovers. I, I want hangovers. I always love them. That's so fascinating to me. I do. have I've have had laughing with like other people that when you're all hungover and Ugh. you feel so shitty that you're sharing that experience. Like some of the hardest I've ever laughed in my life is when everyone's strewn about, sleeping
0: on a couch,
2: Dude, a that's chair. The gr- I and do, then
0: you start chatting like that. I want to do... I want. You, I know you guys all do camping trips. Yeah. I want to do a straight up go to a camp with a bunch of comedians. Yeah just for the whole thing will be paid by us podcasting in the morning by miking the entire room, yeah. lights out, 8 a.m., and someone goes, is everyone awake? Someone rips a fart, and then everyone talks until like fucking 10 a.m.
3: That's a great idea. I mean, those are the best conversations I've had in my life. Best conversations there ever. Looking at the ceiling, yeah. Hardest, because you're also putting together the pieces of last night and stuff. That's uh, that's good stuff. One of my, particularly pissing ourselves and stuff, one time my friend had a Halloween party a comic, Mike Whitman, and we were all there and everyone was was like 12 of us waking up and there was this one comic. It's embarrassing for him, so I won't tell who, but he woke up and um, he had pissed his pants, but he didn't realize he's like, real funny guys, you know, you wrecked my phone. My phone's broke. And we were all like, what? And he's like, you poured water on my lap. My phone's fucking broken. Someone owes me a phone. And we're all just like howling laughing. Like, no one did that, dude. Yeah. We're not like, I'm like. Wait, do I know this comic? No, no, I don't think so. No, he's a Boston guy. And he's sober now, too. But we were like, no, man. Like, I think you might have pissed your pants. And he's like, fuck you guys. There's no way you (laughs) fucking broke my phone. And I had to be like, dude, we don't even think that's funny. Like, we're not those kind of guys. Like, I'm not a dump water on a guy kind of guy. You pissed your pants. And like slowly. And like, he realized. And you look, it's just like a perfect rim we were like we could not have put, poured water that perfectly and you're like i think you might have pissed on your phone
0: oh my god
3: it was like but we were fucking howling laughing i love had, those mornings the especially just if someone there. likes a
0: joint and oh, passes yeah. a joint around yeah and well, you're just fucking laying there staring at the sky laughing fucking hysterically
3: yeah i was always a morning drinker i would just drink in the morning too because you hung over you're like got another beer and we'd just be sitting there
0: yeah yeah oh i can't i can drink in the mornings but i can't i can't like I, I have a, I have weird rules. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, uh, yeah, I have, I have weird rules. It's
3: a good way to get a big laugh, by the way, when everyone's laying there hungover and you leave and come back with a cold beer.
0: It's pretty, it's pretty fun. I want to do that. Do you think you could do, do you think you could go and drink for a weekend and come back and stop again?
3: Uh, I mean, I could, I wouldn't want, to me, it would be so, uh, heartbreaking to me to like start counting days again. Like you had to have so much You count your days. I mean, I did. I mean, now I don't, now I count years, but just, I like the idea of not, I mean, I don't know what would happen in that weekend because I wouldn't, I mean, I would be probably calling my dad and be like, you hate me what the fuck (laughs) or whatever. I mean, I don't know what would happen. I would fall down because they say like with quitting drinking, you don't, you pick up where you would have been if you had kept drinking. It's not like you go where you were. When I was already a mess then. What do you mean pick up? What do you mean? Like if I started drinking, I would drink the way I would drink if I had continued to drink this whole time. Like you meet yourself where you would have been. Really? That's what I've heard people say before. Do you go to AA meetings? I do. For real? Yeah. What are those like? (laughs) I don't want to talk too much about it because people take this shit very seriously. Oh, oh, never mind. Like I don't mind talking about it, but like. It's like tradition to not talk about it on um, you know, on on podcasts and radio. Podcast isn't in the um, isn't in the actual. But book you're not, supposed, because to, you're no not supposed to talk.
0: It's the anonymous yeah, you're not part. supposed to. Get,
3: I guess because what happens is if you talk about it and then um, you kind of start drinking again. People are like, you can point to it. See this guy? He said he was in AA and it doesn't work. So I think you're supposed to keep. it.
0: Oh,
3: I think there's old school people that are like even saying you're in AA. People get fucking serious about. Really, I like to say because people that are sober want to get sober they might be like oh this guy does it to me it's like um, if you want to get get sober
0: and you're listening to this get sober
3: yeah get sober and you and go to aa it's great but yeah i try not to get too much talk about it too much because people i've got people that are like mad they get people take it serious really i mean i take it serious but i don't i don't give a shit about that part of it but there's other people like marin will talk about people will talk about it a bit um but i go and i love it it's great
0: that's awesome yeah it's fun what was it like getting herpes
3: (laughs) uh it was a bummer man (laughs) (laughs) Really? <laughs> it's a bummer. Not to uh, no, no no from no no. I
0: thought I thought I got genital warts once, and it put me. I've had that too. In a spiral, I've never been in in my life. It was the worst I've ever been. I had to go to like, I, I went to I this and I'm I don't I'm people go I'm a hypochondriac. I'm definitely a hypochondriac. I don't think people understand how real hypochondriacs think no, I things are.
3: Yes, I have this. I'm the same way. It's a problem.
0: It's a real. It's not. It's I, everyone throws that around the way they were throw around the word pervert. Like, yes. it's so loosely thrown around that there's no real qualification. Yes. But like, I'm legit. I had a one-night stand, and I woke up the next morning believing I had gotten... The, uh, the guy I worked with was a gay guy, and he gotten something. Yeah. We worked at Barnes & Noble before computers were as big as they are. And we went and took out the medical journal <laughs> and started looking up venereal diseases. And then that afternoon, not knowing anything about how genital her, general warts work, I believed I got it within 24 hours of they just shown yeah. up. And I was like, I got, I was, this is going to sound so fucking stupid, but I was looking at my circumcision scar, the discoloration of my dick, which is the circumcision scar going, I've got genital warts. Right. And I went into a spiral <laughs> so fucking bad. Yeah. I ended up every night soaking my dick and balls in white vinegar, <laughs> watching quantum leap, drinking a 40 and smoking a joint. That sounds nice. Every fucking night. It was bad, dude. I went to a doctor. The doctor said uh, you don't have general warts. And I went, mm, uh, agree to disagree. And he was like, <laughs> but I'm "Warts telling. you can see." Like warts are like, yeah, I, they're warts. I was putting tenactin all over my dick. I was doing so much shit to my dick. Tough actin tenactin. Tough actin tenactin. I okay. yeah. wanted to make sure. And I, I had put myself into a place where I just made it. My doctor was like, "Are you touching your dick?" I said, "Um, a lot." <laughs> He's like, how much? I said, I'm all day, all day. I mean, I, that's all I can think about. I go into the bathroom and look at it. I yeah. come out of the bathroom and look at it. I to the point where I, when I met my wife, I said, I think just so you know, I think I have genital warts, and she was like, I don't see anything, and I was like, No, I know they're dormant, but like I had them at one point and then they went away. She was like, that, That's not how that works. No, and I, I was really like, know. Okay, and then I went to a doctor again, and the doctor's like, You have nothing. And then we did a blood test, and he's like, You still have nothing. But I, when the blood test came back, I was like, Okay. I'm not positive for the HPV virus or whatever. Whatever the thing. So we had to do it because we are having a baby. You take all the blood. Right, right. But yeah, but but I feel like I know what it's like to get herpes because I feel like I was there. Yeah. Uh, no, it's a,
3: it's a bummer. Um, I got it uh, like Christmas Eve. It was like Christmas Eve Eve. It was the 23rd of December. That um, sucks. The same year I shit in the girl's shoe. It was all like a few months apart. That was for actually real? like a month later because the shit in the shoe was election day 2010 and then this was like christmas so it was like less than two months later did you
0: did you how long did you get it did you know you got it and then it showed up
3: well here's the thing so there's two different girls that i could have gotten it from one girl i had sex with that summer she told me she had it and she was like you but she told me we were like already up. first of all i had a big thing up for this chick and i was super attracted to her and we're still kind of buddies um does she have it she has it so we were about to like hook up and she was like naked i was like hard we were making out and she's like time out i gotta tell you i have herpes but like at this point it's not like she said it at the dinner table like i was you know that moment where you're like i've already we're in i'm in fuck mode like I'm, yeah. I'm getting laid this is a lay so she could have been like i have razor blades covered in aids in my vagina right now i'm like that's whatever we'll deal with it. <laughs> yeah yeah I'm, I'm into that so i was just like oh whatever i don't care so i i had sex with her so then i was like maybe i got it from her but then nothing happened for like five months. Then I was having sex with this different woman around Christmas. And I had my first breakout like two days after having sex with her. So I had one girl who for sure had herpes, told me I had herpes. So it may have, may have been dormant for six months. And then yeah. like the friction of having sex with this other girl. Or it could have been that Christmas girl. But it was like slowly, I was like all itchy, just sore. And I was like, this, something's up. It sucks. And I was looking and it was like kind of pinkish, reddish. And I hoped the girl I had had sex with, she had like a shaved pussy. So I was like, maybe it's like friction from the pussy. Yeah. But I knew I'm like, my dick isn't rubbing against her. But that would be on my like stomach. It wouldn't be on my dick. I wasn't like I was rubbing my dick on her yeah. like stubble. But I was like, maybe. And then I, kept, I like showed a couple really good friends. And they were like, I don't know, maybe. And then it was because they were like blisters. And then they like burst And that's when I was like, I for sure have fucking herpes. And it was a nightmare. And at the time, I was drinking. I wasn't sleeping. So it was like my immune system was like shot. Yeah. So I had my first outbreak for like a month. And it kept, they'd heal over and then scab and fall off and be like open again. And I just couldn't, my body couldn't handle it. And it was all over my dick. It felt like someone put cigarettes out of my dick. Really? And I had to like, I'd go out and do shows and immediately run home and... like put on sweatpants i had to take my underwear off because oh, it hurt because like it would be like hot in there you have to like have like like fucking silk or cotton shorts that are like loose because otherwise it's like rubbing in there it's sweaty you want to keep it as dry as possible really we're probably losing a lot of the listeners right now. no no no, no 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 um, no can i tell you
0: can i tell you when i, I heard you on Hari, Ari's podcast a long time ago talk about having herpes mm-hmm. there is I know this is going to sound so fucking stupid what I'm about to say. There's so much bravery in saying that because there's so many people that are dealing with it all by themselves that don't have someone to hear say they have it too and they're living a great life. Because when you get it, I'm imagining you probably go, well, my life's over. No, that was another That was another time where I was like, oh my God, I should kill
3: myself. I'm a piece of shit. But I was pretty like, I'm, I'm good at like, I'm like you, I have, I'm a hypochondriac. I have horrific anxiety and panic. But when I, once I know something, once I have the diagnosis, I'm like, okay, there's nothing I can do about that. Like, I feel like I would be better off if they were like, you have cancer. I would handle that better than me being like, I have a pain in my side. I think I have, like, I just, I obsess. Whereas somebody telling you, you're like, okay, let me deal with it from there. I'll be okay now. Yeah. It's the anticipation. So, and herpes is a thing. And I'm like, I can't get rid of it. Like, you just like accept that thing of like, there's nothing I can do about it. So I might as well start accepting it.
0: I used to have a, I mean, it's not like a joke, but I used to say on stage, I'd almost welcome herpes now. Yeah. Just because I know that then my wife and I would definitely not cheat on each other. I can give it to you if you want. We can do it. <laughs> you got to kill the cameras. Keep the audio, lose the visual.
3: I'll fuck you right in the. Dick. Did, I don't but, know how I would give it to you. I'd have to have an outbreak. Did you go to, and a, it you? You go to
0: a doctor? And well, after it?
3: first, I like. I eventually went to the doctor after a couple of weeks, but like, it was one of those things where you're like, this is for sure what I have. Like I was reading about it and being like, oh yeah, like some things you can diagnose on the internet. You're like, that's hundred percent what I have. And then I went to like the free clinic in Chelsea in Manhattan. And uh, this is pretty hilarious. I'm waiting there. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I have this thing, but I'll get meds or whatever. And they're just playing the AIDS video on a loop over and over again. You're just like, which by the way, I tried to do a joke with this, but it's like too much. They did like a 10 minute video about how AIDS is ravaging the gay community. And then they did one about the black community. And then they did one about the drug community. And then it just looped back around to the gays. And I was like, (laughs) I guess I don't have AIDS. Like, I'm like, (laughs) I mean, I guess like literally they're like drugs, gays and black, I guess. There's no, there's no mention of white people having AIDS in the video. So like, I was kind of like, all right, I guess I don't have to get checked for
0: that. Do you know what the, I had someone from the center of disease control come to my show in Atlanta and I used, to have a, I used to have a joke about AIDS and they go, hey, you know what we call a straight guy with AIDS? I go, what? And they go, a liar. <laughs> I go, what? And they're like, no, straight straight white guys can't get AIDS. I was like, what do you mean? And they're like, just name one. And I was like, Tommy Gunn. They're like, liar. Name another. And I was like,
3: I don't know. Someone, uh, Matt Ruby, I think is a comic. He has a story about going to the STD clinic. And he's like, and I want to get t- tested for AIDS. And they were like, are you straight? And he's like, yeah. And like, do you do drugs? And he's like, no. And he's like, you don't need to be tested. Yeah it's pretty unbelievable
0: but- i remember when when i when i thought i got genital warts i was like i probably have aids too <laughs> and i went to the doctor and i said i when i went to the doctor i said that i you know I'd take a look and they looked and they're like you have nothing the guy goes are you playing with your dick a lot And I go, i'm soaking in white vinegar every night is that bad and he was like oh uh, yeah stop doing that why would you do that and i was like someone said that that's what you do to cure genital warts he goes you can't cure warts you either have the virus or you don't right. He's like oh my god He was like stop putting your dick i said well i want to get an aids test and he was like wait how many people are you having sex with i said just one and he was like what? was she bleeding and i said no and he goes was like did you see blood everywhere i said no and he goes you don't have aids i was like wait you mean he goes i remember him saying exact words you should notice copious amounts of blood to worry about aids and i went okay but wait can you get aids
3: from having sex with a girl in her period is I, don't, what I don't I don't have no saying? idea.
0: And but I was like, I guess I won't get an AIDS test. I got one anyway.
3: Um did you pass it? No. You have AIDS? Nope, I have AIDS.
0: <laughs> damn. That's all right. You're doing well. I'd rather have AIDS than cancer. Oh
3: yeah, for sure. Fuck yeah. Well it depends on the cancer, I guess. But yeah, yeah I guess, AIDS, yeah. I think you can like kind of treat now. It's not like a big deal. It's not not right. as big of a deal. Or maybe that's HIV.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. You would rather have HIV. Right yeah. now, someone's listening. With AIDS going, This is not funny. Yeah, at yeah, all. I hate these guys. So wait, so so okay. you go to the
3: free clinic. So I went to the free clinic and I'm waiting, and then the lady was like, It's the free clinic, so you get what you pay for, I guess. And the lady was like some kind of Russian or Eastern European, and she was like had like a dental scraper, like that little metal thing. She was like trying to get like a swab of like a sore. And I was like free, I was like, Oh my god! Ah! And she was like, You baby, you're a baby, you're being a baby. And I was like, Well, I have an open wound in my dick. She's like, You're acting like a baby. She was calling me a baby. And I was like, I have a raw, open wound in my dick. Fuck you! Yeah. You're a cunt. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and she ended up testing it or whatever. But like, I don't even remember getting like a test result or whatever. She was just like, Yeah, yeah. Like you have it. Like she could look at it. And then she gave me a bunch of um, Valtrex, which is a, like amazing drug. So fast forward. Like if you have, if you take Valtrex daily to like suppress it, it's like having nothing. Really? Like I don't, um, I don't take Valtrex regularly. I just have it if I start to feel it. the earliest sign of an outbreak. You take Valtrex twice a day. It's just like. It's nothing. It'll go away in like a day
0: or two. Really? So what, what, how do you know if you're going to have an outbreak?
3: I'll, I'll start to feel... So, <clears throat> sometimes I'll feel like... Oddly like itchy in my, my leg early on. Because it's like all related to like shingles and stuff. Like I'll feel like this weird feeling in my leg. But usually it's like a little bit of an itch, a little off. And then like a little... Uh, like blister, a little red spot will kind of... It's like itchy. It feels uncomfortable. But that's like if I don't take Valtrex. If I even sense anything... A lot of times, if I'm traveling and I'm not sleeping well or I'm a weird sleeping, so I'll just take it because I know like my immune system's a little weakened.
0: Yeah. But
3: I haven't had like a bad outbreak in a long time. Occasionally, I'll have it, just a little bit. It'll last a few days. It's like no big deal.
0: That's crazy. So whenever yeah. I go,
3: whenever I go to Europe, I'll buy a bunch of Valtrix because there you can just buy it at the store. You need oh, a prescription really? still, but like they don't really give a shit. And it's like a dollar a pill as opposed to like six bucks a pill here i think we have some health care problems in america i don't know if you've read anything
0: oh I, I, I watched joe rogan's podcast
3: uh but um but yeah no it was a nightmare i wanted to fucking kill myself then just because like herpes lasts forever but even if it didn't i wouldn't wish it upon my worst enemy that's really? just a thing people say i would wish it upon my worst enemy but i don't have any enemies but the first outbreak was so bad that like even if it wasn't forever it's it fucking sucks really but you get through it. You get some Valtrex. You take it. And like a quarter of the population has it. And That's my that, wife. That was
0: that was what they said.
3: Yeah, it's like 20% of men and 25% of women or vice versa. I think it's more women than men. Yeah, probably. And it's actually like kind of difficult to get. Like my wife, we have unprotected sex and she has not gotten it. Or if she has, it's completely dormant. Really? I like to say she doesn't have it in case I die and somebody wants to fuck my wife. <laughs> Wait, how old were you when you got married? Uh, I got married... Two, almost exactly two years ago. Really? Uh, so I was thirty-five. Yeah. Nice. Do you think you guys love kids? I don't think so. Well, she's older. She's four years older than me, and um, it's hard, man. And it's so expensive in New York, and like she's like not making as she's a comic as well, and she's not making as much money as I am right now. So like one of us is gonna have to sacrifice. It would be her. Like I got good road money, so it'd be like one of those things of like, all right, you're gonna have to. Does she want kids? Be with the kid. I think that she did at a point, but now we've, I think we're kind of in that like accepting mode of like we're not going to do that. Yeah. Um, but it's it's so fucking expensive, and the anxiety like it gives me so much anxiety. Oh. To give it. I watch other people's kids at the beach that I don't care if they drown, and I'm like, oh my god,
0: I can't look. Dude, we took Georgia to the beach when she was <clears throat> took Georgia and Isla when Isla was a baby. Georgia was probably three, four, maybe four. Let's just call her five to make it fair. Sure. And we were out in Malibu. You can go, In Zuma, you can either go to the right all the way to Zuma or to the left. There are these cliffs. The waves break a little more on the beach there. Or at least they were this day. And I was sitting at the beach. I was having a margarita. I was thinking how lucky I am. And a wave broke and grabbed Georgia and started to take her out to sea. Jesus. And my buddy Matt grabbed her foot at the last minute, lifted her up upside down, wow and held her and he goes i got her wow she couldn't swim we would never have seen that child again Holy i think of that shit. day so fucking much wow. she couldn't swim she would have been goodbye wow well done matt yeah matt grabbed her by the fucking foot i think of this so much i wonder if my wife remembers that i think of this so much probably she just does. grabbed her by the foot and lifted her up and goes i got her just add a fucking dad move. Wow. Just, Matt's got two kids um, Grace and Isabel, and I think Isabelle's a jo- little younger than Georgia. Grace is a little older than Georgia. Grabbed her by the foot, lift her upside down. save my daughter's life.
3: Wow. Somebody should suck his dick right now. His wife
0: does. Okay. I love his wife. His wife's fucking great.
3: Yeah, that's great. Wow. That would make me feel good. Yeah, but kids, are, kids a kid. are a
0: lot of anxiety. Midroll Reads.
1: Mid-roll reads. What are they?
0: These are mid-roll reads. September is National Life Insurance Awareness Month. Most people aren't aware of that. In fact, most people aren't aware that they need life insurance at all. I am not one of those people. Life insurance is probably the most important piece of insurance that I have. And I've had it now for almost fifteen to twenty years, right, baby?
1: Yeah, we got it when George was born. So fifteen years.
0: If you have children, if you have a family, you need life insurance. And what is astounding to me is forty percent of Americans don't have it. Life insurance does not have to be difficult or expensive. Right now, prices are at the lowest they've been in twenty years. And policy genius, has made it easier than ever to get covered. Policy Genius is an easy way to shop for life insurance online. In minutes, you can compare quotes from the top insurers to find your best price. Once you apply, the Policy Genius team will handle all the paperwork and red tape. That is the easy part. They take care of the hardest part of this. They take care of all of that. And Policy Genius doesn't just make life insurance easy, they can also help you find the right home insurance, auto insurance, and Disability insurance was which I need. I need disability insurance. We have it. I have it. I have it. If you need life insurance but just haven't gotten around to it, National Life Insurance Awareness Month is as good a time as any to get started. Go to policygenius.com, get quotes, and apply in minutes. You can do the whole thing right on your phone right now. Policy Genius, the easy way to compare and buy life insurance. Summertime is here. While you may be breaking out that baseball cap for a day at the beach or the ballpark, if you're wearing it to hide your thinning hair like Tom Segura, you don't have to anymore. Do not sweat hair loss this summer. Do something about it right now while you still can. 66% of men lose their hair by the age of 35. I am 46 years old. I still have a workable head of hair because I got in front of it. Guys turn to weird solutions or sometimes they just do nothing when they can turn to medicine and science. That's why we have ForHims.com, a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual illness, all for men. HIMS connects you with real doctors with medical-grade solutions to treat ha- hair loss. Well-known generic equivalents to name-brand prescriptions that help you keep your hair. No snake oil pills or gas stations, counter supplements. Prescription solutions backed by science. You don't have to go to the waiting room and have an awkward in-person doctor's visit. Save hours by going to 4hims.com. So easy. All you got to do is answer a few quick questions. Doctor will review, prescribe, and then you don't have to worry about putting sunblock on that thinning head of hair of yours, which is so embarrassing. You can do something to help stop your hair loss and promote hair growth. Products are shipped directly to your door. Order now. My listeners can get a trial month of hymns for just $5 today. Right now, while supplies last, see website for full details and safety information. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or pharmacy. Go to 4 slash BurtCast. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash BurtCast. slash BurtCast. This podcast is also brought to you by ARC. Whether it's a job interview or a dating profile, your smile can help you make the best first impression. But if your smile isn't as vibrant as your personality or you'd like it to be, Arc can help you feel more confident. You brush your teeth every day. You even floss sometimes. But did you know there's another level of oral care with Arc? You can remove stains that lie beneath the surface of your smile. Arc is a new way to achieve professional level teeth whitening at home for just 30 minutes a day. Each arc treatment includes dentist approved enamel safe whitening strips that adhere to your upper and lower teeth, along with arc blue light technology. The blue light mouthpiece arcs around your entire smile, delivering targeted blue light energy to help weaken set in stains below the enamel surface, making your treatment more effective than the strips alone. Arc can help you reveal a smile that's 50 times whiter than the leading whitening toothpaste and they offer satisfaction guaranteed. And to help our listeners get a whiter, brighter smile, ARC is offering $15 off your purchase of a blue light kit when you visit arcsmile.com and use the promo code BERTCAST at checkout. Go to arcsmile.com and use the promo code BERT for $15 off your blue light whitening kit. That is arcsmile.com. Promo code Burton. Yeah, I mean, like, I think about
3: how much anxiety I have now. A lot. Do you think about the future of the planet and the whatever? So, like, yeah, I, I, it's a lot. And also, <laughs> like, I like my, I like the freedom of my life. I like coming here. I mean, I'm, I came here to do this. Yeah. Like, I don't. Have any, I'm not, I went to the beach. I was on the beach this morning. Yesterday, I like just going to do shit yeah you
0: are really active.
3: I do a lot of things I like to go do things so I'm like what, what,
0: have you always been that guy or did that happen with sobriety?
3: No, I've always been that guy even when I was drinking I th- I mean now I'm able to do it more because I have money now and I'm sober it like allows me to do things I mean those two things correlate for me yeah but um, I always was like that on the road I would always try to go do shit and see shit and uh, I've always been into traveling and go to as many sporting events as I can and all that stuff.
0: so wait, what do you what have you done in LA this trip?
3: Well, we flew in. Yes, I was in Denver this week, and I flew. Your wife's in. with you? She's with me. Yeah, she's at the mall right now, walking around. Um, Over at Sherman Oaks. Yeah. Um, so I we flew in, went straight to Manhattan Beach. I love Manhattan Beach. That place is like magical. First of all, it's 14 minutes from the airport. Like yeah. you get your baggage, you're there. 15 minutes later. Yeah. So we went straight to the beach. Hotel. Swam. Airbnb. We, hotel. I'm a hotel guy. And then uh, we went to the beach, swam for like a couple hours, went, had dinner, ice cream, fucking fucked around the hotel woke up this morning went back to the beach swam for an hour and then uh what did we do after that went and got went to ihop got a big giant buttery syrupy waffle drove to sherman oaks and uh walked around there and came here and
0: then when do you guys leave
3: i leave tonight on a red eye i'm going to do a set at the store and then uh heading back tonight and then we go to minneapolis on thursday so it's a lot it's acme. A crazy, yeah it's been a crazy week i did side splitters denver comedy works acme then I'm off a week and then I'm going to London to do Soho and then we're going out to Wales, Snowdonia National Park or whatever the hell it's called and then like hiking in Wales for 4 days, back to London, then Norway, Bergen. And then uh, doing what? Doing what in Norway? Doing shows. Bergen, uh, there's a Is comedy club. Is it just you there. and your wife going? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty pretty I'm like I have I feel like I have the best
0: life. It's crazy, dude. Man, I wish I wish that, that you I think you're, I'm saying this perspective-wise you're very lucky that you're doing this when you don't have kids and you don't have any responsibility. Like, I've done it all with kids where everything you feel like, fuck, but I'm missing out. Yeah,
3: for sure. I mean, that part would make me sad too. Oh, it makes you very sad. I mean, at this moment I get sad about not having kids where, like, I think about, like, showing, to me, like, showing a kid Jaws. Or like Goodfellas, or taking them to like Fenway Park, or something like. That. There's stuff like that where I have moments where I'm like, "Oh, that
0: makes me sad." Or like just the, even the smallest thing, like we watched uh, <laughs> two movies back to back. I've watched it my daughters, and they didn't understand it, but loved it. Yeah, they watched the end. This is the end with Seth Rogen and James Franco yeah. and all those actors.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> About twenty minutes left in the movie, Isla goes, Why, Who's James Franco?" I go, what do you mean? She goes, he keeps saying James Franco. Who's this James Franco guy? I go, he's James Franco. She goes, why would he keep saying his name like that? And I go, he's famous. She goes, for what? I go, he- wait, hold on. You don't understand the premise of this movie? They're all actors. They're playing themselves. And she goes, huh? I was like, wait, what have you been laughing at? She's like, I just thought it was people at the end of the world. I go, no, they're famous actors making fun of their personas. That's interesting that she was enjoying it, at least. She liked it. Yeah. She didn't even know who Danny McBride was.
3: Interesting. But
0: she just thought that character was funny. But he's funny.
3: funny. Well, that's that says a lot for them, I
0: guess, that yeah. it stands out to not get the joke, but still be getting the joke. And then we watched uh, we watched um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. When we get done, she's like, I don't know why that was so good. We're like, well, because he didn't end up killing Sharon Tate. She goes, who? <laughs> I said, Manson. She goes, yeah, who? who's Manson? I go, wait you don't know who charlie manson is she goes no i said we well, you don't know who this is about the sharon tate murders and she goes no i go so you just watched a movie where brad pitt just fucking spoiler alert brad pitt just fucked up a bunch of people right you thought that i go baby this is based on a true story and she went oh it is i was like <laughs> oh my god that's uh
3: that, see that part would be hard to me to like people not understanding i would feel sad i'd be like oh so you didn't even this is all a big waste but she enjoyed it anyways
0: she liked it she goes i like the flamethrower part i like brad pitt's character and she was like a big spoiler right there but uh but yeah (laughs) it's
3: been out for a while
0: yeah but yeah it's there are joys in having kids hardcore joys like uh i mean i'm I'm sure i'd think of one if you gave me a while but (laughs) no but i I mean like there's little things like Going swimming with them, or the inside jokes you guys have. Like right. this morning, I was playing Otis Redding in the house, yeah. waking everyone up, and I was laughing. Yeah, I was hung. I was hung over. We drank last night, and I was such a great fucking mood. Yeah, I was like, I got a great life. I go, I hang, hung out with friends last night, smoked some pot, had a couple glasses of wine. I was like, fucking feel loopy this morning. No, that's great. I mean, that part to me, I mean, there's
3: so much of it that is nice. But I have nieces and nephews, so I get yeah. some of that feeling, I suppose. But uh, yeah, there's definitely. That's, I mean, that's life. Every decision you make. The other thing, you're like, oh, that would be cool.
0: What do you think you would have been if you didn't do stand-up?
3: Um, maybe a firefighter. My family's like firefighters. I come from that Boston Irish fireman really? thing. And I wanted to do that when I was like a kid. There was like, you know, there's like a few moments of like, I might have to do something um that or like maybe a teacher i guess i don't know i you'd pit- make a
0: great teacher before oh. a fireman
3: oh th- like, <laughs> thank you, you gotta
0: definitely have a teacher's
3: body oh thank you i appreciate that I- i'm pretty ripped under here believe it or not do you work out uh i do i work out pretty good i mean that's hurtful that you even ask. but
0: well, no but you're so you're really skinny
3: thank you well that's because i work out no but no but <laughs> no,
0: no, like you're like <laughs> i'm you're, fit you're like god made you skinny
3: yes i have that yeah, yeah I, like
0: I, yeah. ari ari god made ari skinny yeah
3: yeah yeah god God cares about us. He doesn't care about you. Uh, God hates you. Um, God, God, I have God around my neck. Oh, do you? Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, jeez. Oh, I was only kidding. I about. actually believe in God. Oh, God, now I feel terrible. <laughs> I'm one of the few. <laughs> he loves you. He loves all of us. I hope he does. Um, But no, I work out a bit. What was the question? What would I have been?
0: Yeah, yeah, fireman or a... a I, did it. you...
3: I put very little thought. I My whole... Since I was like a young kid, I was like, I'm going to be a comedian. Like, I didn't oh, put real? a lot of practical thought. Like, I never went to college or did you anything. You didn't not for a second. So far, you seem smart as shit. I think I'm a smart guy, but yeah. I just I was like, I'm gonna go do be a comedian. Go read. I'm gonna go do be a comedian. Do you read? I read a lot, yeah. Really? I love that you said you seem smart, and then I said, I'm gonna go do be a comedian. <laughs> um, yeah, I read quite a bit, yeah. I read I think I read more than the average American for sure. But less books, than people that really read a lot. How many books do you think you read a year? A year? Um Let's do a month. Sometimes I'll, I'll usually read, I have like multiple books going at once. Like I just read, I was in Auschwitz a couple of weeks ago and uh, so I bought, I don't know how to say his name, Elie Weissel, Elie Weissel, oh, the famous writer Knight. guy. Night, yes. Yeah. I read that book in like two days because it was like amazing. I got obsessed with the Holocaust um, in the right ways. Yeah. Um, I, read, <laughs> I read the book and like, I read the I'm book. I'm really going through a
0: Holocaust phase right I'm now. I'm
3: really kind of into it, you know? <laughs> Uh, but I read that in like two days. So then I'm reading, I'm actually reading Helter Skelter, like the, the book by the uh, prosecutor, yeah. the the Charles Manson book. I've been reading that for a while. I put that down for I a read little Helter bit.
0: Helter Skelter is great. My wife read it's Helter amazing. Skelter. It's
3: amazing. Like, it's great. It's really great.
0: I'd like that. I like, I like true, my fucking, ph- someone gave my phone out online, my oh, phone number, fun. so I get phone calls. I got to change my phone number now. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I know. It just sucks. Everyone just calls and goes, oh, is this a machine? And I go, it is. Oh, dude, your number's online. Don't worry, I have it. I won't abuse it, but I'm going to call you when I drink. I'll, bye. And then oh, I'm like, wow. okay. I like
3: they don't even think of something good to say.
0: No one ever thinks of anything. Is this Romeo horsecock? <laughs> and I'm like, it is. Dude, dude, big fan. And listen, I don't want to bother you. I know you're with your family, but I'm like, just don't call. Oh, that's nice that you answer. Um, but, but, so I'm reading a
3: couple books at once, but probably a year, maybe, I don't know. 12 or 14 books a year maybe i don't know it's hard to say but i'm always reading
0: a few books at once i read about a book a year um, that's not bad that's but still but, more than most but people. i like i like here's what i like and i'm putting this out there so that you can hit me up uh, i love i read this book um
3: what do you see bert sees something i'm gonna let the people know what's happening bert spies something on the floor could be a bug no, no, insect bert. He's throwing up. He's looking for a book, oh, folks.
0: Here. Like I like books like this. This is about um Al Jorgensen. Is the autobiography on Al Jorgensen? Oh, I don't know who that is. He was is. like a hard partying uh he 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 was ministry, you know? Oh the okay. band ministry. That's him. He was a hard partier. Huh. I like books like that. I like really I like really cheesy books like David Baldacci, The Escape. I like right now I'm reading one by Thor something. Okay. Uh, it's it's about this uh American spy who got kidnapped by Russians. They drop him the plane crashes in the in Siberia and he's gotta try to get to Finland or whatever. I don't know, yeah. not in Siberia, but somewhere outside St. Petersburg. He's gotta try to get to Finland in the winter. So like I like that books like that, but I can really tear through anything that is um almost historical or like like any band autobiography yeah, yeah. i can rip through in a second see i read a
3: lot of the books i read are like uh like buddhist books Thich Nhat han jack cornfield tara brock i'll read I a lot of I those i can't
0: understand i mean i'm not even, I'm, I'm not an idiot but like i can't <laughs> understand the paragraphs of what do you books mean like that like i just go i read the words and my brain doesn't i can't read a book about thoughts ah i have to read a book about a story right where i can imagine the story in my head and right. cast it one of my earlier jokes, I've, every time I read a book, I cast it in my head. Uh-huh. I read Memoirs of a Geisha. Problem is, I only know like a couple Asian actors. So I was like, great, she'll be played by Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, um, no, I read I read a lot of those Buddhist books and like that
3: self-helpy kind of, not self-helpy, but Buddhist. And then right now I'm reading a book I just started reading two days ago called Say Nothing, which is about the... Um, the Troubles in uh, Northern Ireland. The war, which I think is the most Irish thing ever. They have a fucking civil war that they call The Troubles. We're like, it's a little troubling. <laughs> it's in yeah. is war. It's, we have a little trouble. But that book's like enthralling. I think like, this woman gets kidnapped up front. And it what is it? Is, about, it?
0: is it factual?
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like a... What's it called?
0: It's called Say Nothing. I'm buying it on Amazon right now.
3: Oh, it's great. I mean, I'm only like 60 pages in, but it's really great. Um, I mean, that's just like a fascinating situation. Say Nothing? Yeah.
0: As opposed to like, Say Anything?
3: Yeah. I think there's an old kind of irish saying saying um whatever you say say nothing by patrick rayden keith keith yeah
0: all right i'm buying it right now all
3: right great but this is a lot of this is a lot of pressure uh hardcover i got the hardcover
0: eyes how many pairs of glasses do you have
3: i keep thinking you're gonna cry i have one pair of glasses every
0: story you've told i'm like oh bert's getting a little choked up no my i lost my grill i cooked burgers inside okay today and there was smoke and I, the smoke out of my throat, and kind of made my voice sound like I'm gonna cry. Oh, okay. Because you, you, your eyes are
3: glassy. But maybe my you're just—that's um, your eyes. Eyes I'm on, have a moisture. i over. All right. Um, I just bought it.
0: Tell right. me more books. Tell me your um, favorite books.
3: My favorite books,
0: um, dude. Have you read Miss Pat's book?
3: No, I haven't read it. Oh, uh, if it was here, I'd give it to you. It's called Rabbit. Um, oh. I have so many books right now. Um, but I love Miss Pat. She's amazing. That book is. Fucking intense. She's so funny. She's so sweet. John Krakauer is my favorite writer. My favorite book oh, ever. Okay. Into, is into, into the thin wild. Air. Into, I love into, that book. Into the wild, I love Into loved. the wild is probably my favorite book. I also, Missoula fucking blew my mind. What's Missoula? Missoula is incredible. I mean, it's a bummer, especially if you have daughters. But like it's about um, all these campus rapes. Uh, the University of Montana. I mean, it's terrible. Jesus. But uh, I'm laughing because of your reaction. But it's like, <laughs> it's like jarring. But it's like, it's about specifically. A few uh, campus raids by like football players, but it's the, the it's all about um, sexual abuse and what it's like to get justice and the justice system. It's Missoula, pretty fucking amazing. Hour um, is like unbelievable. Hour is Into Thin Air was so like I'll go
0: through. I'm buying it. Hold on a second. Uh, I feel like I feel really good here. This is what I want from like my dad. i you know what's so funny? This is gonna sound really creepy maybe i hope so i
3: like creepy i like like, that you got
0: into a creepy position you're like let me get into a creepy mode here dude i'm i am nothing but creepy on this podcast i've never worn shoes on this podcast gross yeah you're not a barefoot guy (laughs) i don't like a man hoof i what a lady foot i like first of all i have beautiful fucking feet
3: those are pretty good i have beautiful
0: fucking feet i'm trying to i'm trying desperately to partner with a flip-flop company to bring back a certain pair of flip-flops that i love they're
3: nice by the way you're in we're in your home
0: so it's fine i mean I would take my shoes off in your house. You would. Oh, I wouldn't take my shoes off if you leave a sock. But I'm usually on. a flip flop. I usually only wear flip flops. Okay. So I would definitely take my flip flops off in your house. Okay, that's fair. Um, I go through two thoughts. Got it. Take your time. I go through stints of books where I read one book and that gets me back into reading. Right. Into thin air was one of them. And then after Into Thin Air, I read like five books in a month. I just couldn't stop reading. Yeah, it's fun.
2: And then I get out
0: of it. (coughs) Um, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas was a book I read. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden I was like back into reading. That was like uh, one of my first, the first book I ever read was The Firm. Oh, wow. By John Grisham. Grisham, That's like my first book. Like I never read a book before. And I was like, (laughs) I know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. By the way, I was like 18. I never read a book. I'm like, the
3: same way. I didn't start reading until after high school. I also had yeah. never read. Like I read like The Catcher in the Rye. And I was like, this is pretty good.
0: I read The Catcher in the Rye. Yeah, I, I, but I read. The, I, re, I didn't read the whole thing. I read the <laughs> some of it, and then got the cliff notes. Yeah. But I, the whole time I was like, this has got to be about baseball, right? The whole time. Yeah. I was like, got it. It's got to turn around into baseball. And then I was like, wait, this is just about a kid cursing. Yeah. And then I was like, pass, fucking out. And then oh, I don't. Please. By the way, I couldn't even tell you. I couldn't even tell you. What that book's about. It's about, it's kind of like
3: your friend uh, Matt, was it? Matt? The guy that saved the baby. Mm-mm, I mean, yeah. that's what the catcher in the rye is. Like these kids, they're running uh, near the cliff, and then he kind of longs to be the person that prevents them from falling off. What? That's the catcher in the rye, I believe. I mean, I've read this I in 20 uh, years. I, I making a face. I think that's right. I think there's a, there's a the, the, the title comes from- I thought he from, was like go, take, going to New York. There's like a, yeah, he is, but the title comes from he longs to be somebody um, of, of meaning who's like helping children that are going to fall off. I thought cliff. he was like a degenerate kid who was going to New York. He is, but I mean, I'm a degenerate kid that moved to New York, but I <laughs> yeah. long to um, help. But I think that's the reveal in the end, like the catcher in the rye. I mean, this could be, I mean, I could be getting a lot of tweets here calling me a fucking idiot, but I think that's in the reference to the title is to like snatch up the kids before they fall out of the rye and out of a cliff and die a horrible death. I, I, I Kind of like remember. the Silence I, of the Lambs, where you're watching this movie that's an incredible movie, but you're like, what the hell? is What's with the Silence of the Lambs? And it's not revealed till
0: later that yeah. she's trying to get the lambs to stop screaming by saving this girl. Um, that was my one thought I wanted to say. The second thought, and this is going to sound creepy, but like, um, <laughs> I followed you on Instagram and on Twitter. Oh, thank you. And, and through podcasts so much that I go, oh, me and him would be really good friends. And then you and Ari became, are like, I think you and Ari are really good friends. We're close. Yeah, I love Ari. And I go, oh, like I get bummed out that I'm not a part of your life sometimes. <laughs>
3: oh, that's sweet. I, I go, appreciate I go, that. I, go, I think
0: I would really, I think, I think I'd fold in really nicely. Like in a divorce, I'll move to New York, hang out with those guys. Like, because even just looking at those guys at the, at the Yankees game today, yeah. I go, I go, fuck, I'd love to do that.
3: Yeah, we got a good gang over there. It's fun. I dream about moving here. You really? Yeah, but I won't. But- I wish
0: Ari would move back here.
3: I love it here. I'm not one of these New York guys that hates LA. LA is amazing. I mean, I I think it's I think it's hilarious that people. This is my second favorite city. That's why I like to post on Instagram. I'll take pictures of the beach and be like, "LA sucks," (laughs) (laughs) but I think it becomes this cool thing to say in New York. Like, "Oh, LA, I could never live there." I'm like, "What is it you don't like? The perfect weather, the mountains, the ocean, the accessibility, the diversity, the food."
0: Yeah, it's like there's a lot to offer here, dude. The first time I came, when was your first trip to LA?
3: My first trip to LA, I think was in like 2012. Because here's the thing. I was just talking to my wife about this growing up i was a huge woody allen guy he always shit on la made fun of la then you hear about like gangs earthquakes smog like th- there's not like a good advertisement for la i had no desire to see la because of like woody allen and like west coast rap there's like drive-bys yeah. and the Crips. i was like geez and then you come here and you're like this place is like it's like a world-class city
0: it's I'm um, the when we, so you came out in 2012 2012
3: but now yeah for comedy but now i'm here like this is my fourth time here this year so now i'm here quite a bit my
0: first trip out i was 26 years old it was in june no no yeah it was in june it was the very beginning of june and uh i flew out first class will smith flew me out and i was in century city staying at the hotel that they shot um die hard in oh wow and i walked down the street to the mall to go get lunch By the way, I'm in Century City Mm -hmm. and probably one of the most unappealing parts of Los Angeles that there is. There's nothing there except for a mall, Fox, CAA, I think ABC was there at the time. Yeah, like There's nothing there, so to speak, of, and my dad called, and I was on the corner about to cross the street over to the mall in Century City, and I was on the corner. My dad called, and he goes, so what do you think of it? And I said to him, this is my favorite place I've ever been in the world. (laughs) i'm moving here and he was like you're moving there i was like yep will smith put me in the universal sheridan for seven months i lived in that hotel for seven months while we were developing a sitcom and i i've never felt like a city this city had everything to offer to me yeah hiking great bars like a great nightlife scene yeah like great workouts like they're like Dude, what do I th- non? That's crazy. Do you stop. block these numbers? No, just fucking send it to voicemail.
2: Ah, might want to think about
0: blocking them. Oh, hold on one second. Hold on one second. Hello. Hi, this is Ashley, Consultant Cardiology. You speak with? Give me one second. Hey, Ashley, how you doing? Good, good. Give me one second. Sure. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I'm, 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 I'm here for you. What's up? Yeah. Yeah. That's what we talked about. Awesome. a Okay. Okay. Awesome. We'll do. Awesome. Thank you very much. All right. Bye. Yep. We're healthy. Oh, that was the cardiologist. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that was fucking scary. You got a good heart? Yeah. Yeah. I just got all my, um, I just got all my, uh, blood work done. My liver's a little fatty. Uh, but that's, I think it's because I'm overweight and, uh, my p- cholesterol is a little high. But we had talked in the, he knew my liver was fatty when he did it. And my, then my cholesterol was up. And he was like, Yeah. You got to he, He's like, i don't want to put you on meds i want you just to lose weight so yeah. i was like great so and i was like you know just so you know i haven't I, at the time i was like i haven't been drinking he goes, it's not about booze <clears throat> it's about food he's like oh, you're wow. having, you have too many carbohydrates you're he's like you got to lose weight it's fat he's like the number one thing i see is people with fat fatty livers and he's like that's the majority when he works at a free clinic and so i was like really it's like it's the number one problem in america interesting and i was like wow so he that was them. Oh, that was a good call.
2: Wow, great. Yeah. Glad to hear it. But
0: yeah, I'm, I'm healthy. I'm not dying. Perfect. Um, What were you saying right before I cut you off horrifically to answer my no. cardiologist?
3: I can't remember. I think you were talking. What, what we were we talking about?
0: about? What were we talking about?
3: Great. I thought Damn we were it. past books. Wait, yeah, we're no. Past books. Was it
0: Ari being friends? Oh, LA.
3: LA, yes. The love for LA. I yes. fucking
0: love LA. Yes. I love LA. Yes, it's great and but and i'm now i would love to like there's things i dislike about la and but i think they're gonna happen in a lot of cities like i don't like like there's a really bad homeless thing going on right yes. now i had an idea to bring back comic relief tell me what you think about this i love it already um bring back comic relief we do a pay-per-view okay so it's a pay-per-view event mm-hmm. with the biggest comics in the world yeah okay
3: uh, so i won't be there no no no
0: no 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 no, me and you are there because we're a part of it also thank you but all it is is the biggest comics in the world doing everyone requests their favorite bit from that person oh so they don't burn material but you're literally going like and it's a fucking it's like an all-day event so it's a pay-per-view event right. for saturday that lasts all fucking day starts like at it. noon ends at midnight 12 hours of comedy i like and it, and it's you get like three or four hosts and you put up every hour it's a fucking dave chappelle chris rock joe rogan type big name like that every hour. So you get like 12 of them, maybe even more. But then guys like me and you can fill in the time right. and do do our favorite, Do people request our favorite bits.
3: Here's the only issue I see with this. Now, with the politically correct thing, trying to do chat, people would get mad. Because Chappelle, yeah. there'd be, someone would like Chris Rock to do his black people versus N-words, and it would take the whole thing apart. They're like, I don't do care you if you're raising what do you money. you think
0: about what happened with, oh, how great would it be to hear Chris Rock <laughs> Black people, I don't even families. know if he would
2: do it now.
0: Um, what do you think of that about that though? Like, they're lining up Chris Rock right now saying that, oh, like, they? oh yeah, he's, he made that post about another school shooter. Um, hashtag or when then he put a picture of Betty oh, White, Betty White. Yeah, yeah, Betty White. Oh, are they mad about that? Oh, yeah, he they were oh. calling him a racist. Oh, <laughs> that's I think they just do that
3: just to like, I think it's, it's the alt right, it's all this what but it's, what about when you said that? And then what about this? I, I hate it on all sides it's all silly to well
0: they, they do that to chris rock so that they go the reason they're doing it is the left the left is the left the lunatic left is causing all the fucking problems if they would pump the fucking brakes and chill out all the, with 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 cancel culture right right so if they could just chill out on cancel culture then these all right lunatics would shut the fuck up about chris Rock. what they're trying to do is go and see He's racist, right? How right. come? How come he gets to say that? Right. And you're like, well, c- come on, like, we didn't think it was like we don't the middle the middle of the country the middle I'm middle I'm middle I'm just like a middle guy. Yeah. I vote. I've always voted left. Yeah. That's it. I just I'm not giving you my politics. I'm just telling you I've never voted for Republican. Yes, I'm the same way. Yes. And so conversationally, though, you'd, I'm sure you'd immediately assume I'm conservative. If you talk to me, you'd be like, what the fuck? But I'm not. I'm just right. a regular fucking person who goes, I I can understand why Sarah Silverman got fired from that movie for wearing blackface seven years ago. I understand about that. You heard about that?
2: Yeah. I you heard about it about, from we, you. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I can understand why she did. I think it's stupid. I don't think she should be fired from the fucking movie. No, it's insane. I think, I think it's stupid. I understand why they did it. I think it's stupid. What the right does is goes, why am I talking about politics? I don't give a fuck about politics. <laughs> um, I don't know. I get nervous though. Yeah. You, but what what does make you nervous to talk about uh politics for sure just because
3: i hate hearing about it I hate, I hate hearing about it from the other people i yeah. enjoy talking about politics but not publicly because people just write shit and i just get annoyed by it and it's dumb and i don't feel like dealing with it yeah. um but yeah i mean also by the way the answer is everything makes me nervous to talk about really it. um no i'm a nervous guy
0: it stinks i saw you on rogan and that louis came up and yeah it stinks to be me oh, it's
3: it terrifying but i think i i think i handled it well and it went well also nobody ends up care i'm in a nice position where no one ends up caring about what i say it's yeah. like the famous people like sarah silverman has to deal with it because she's very famous and so it's when you're getting those corporate jobs i think i guess um, so. but boy you watch a lot of stuff i do i appreciate it
0: i take in a lot of content you'd be sure sh- i i, I, I if I'm working out, I watch a podcast. Yeah, and I only watch podcasts of my of people I like. Right, and so like when you were on Rogan, I was super excited. Oh, so thanks! Like, that was fun. Yeah.
3: It was so nerve wracking. I was like so anxious the morning before, the night before. I woke up and I had to shit in the middle of the night, and I had a moment of like, "What am I doing? I'm not this kind of guy. I don't want people to hear my, hear what I'm saying about things." You're fucking Cause hilarious. I was, I was oh thanks, but like I, I was so nervous about talking about Louis or politics or whatever it is, and I'm like, I love uh, I like entertaining people, but having people be like. Oh, so you think
0: fucking whatever's a whatever? I'm like ah, I don't like it. Like leave me alone. But what's crazy is like there's no forgiveness in our culture.
3: Yeah, it's difficult. I feel like there is like now years from now, maybe or something, because there used to be. Like Mike Tyson is like a, a he's a cartoon. He's on Broadway. He's like a that guy used to. I mean, he's convicted rapist but he also used to like knock out old women when he was a kid but he's yeah. completely accepted back he's a movie star and a cartoon Snoop so dog there is some um, there is forgiveness what's dog
0: killed somebody i
3: think ray lewis killed somebody i believe and is on uh cb we gotta name a white guy uh it's getting uncomfortable um, um oj no no <laughs> i don't know how forgiven he is but uh um, it's, cr- it's crazy there's certainly a white person that's committed a crime that's welcome back also it's funny because I can't think of one off the top of my head
0: hannah gadsby now is the authoritarian on louis path to redemption she's like i'm every article i see is hannah gatsby says there is a path for first of all why how how arrogant to go i'll, I'll be in charge of this yeah that's always
3: interesting to me
0: i don't know this is you're right this is bad territory to talk about because it's like there's it's lose lose
3: right but i mean i think it's okay to say we're friends with louis we like louis he's a good person I like louis. I mean, he's had a hard time yeah
0: i think he's had a hard time
3: um but yeah, but he's doing well now. I mean, we just did Europe. We were in Europe together. We did like ten days, like six countries. It was really fun. How does Europe does, does
0: Europe receive? Think about that stuff.
3: I think in England he had some blowback, but we did um Poland, Bulgaria, Romania, <sighs> and Italy, and there was no people loved it. <laughs> it was great, <laughs> like nine hundred seaters It was really fun. Oh, that's and, fucking awesome! Yeah, it was a great time. We had a great time. I mean, he's a good. He's a good person. He's a great dad and. Uh, you know, he did some weird shit a while ago, and
0: uh, I'm not. I'm not. You know, every did everyone did some weird shit a while ago. Yeah, I shit in a girl's shoe. Yeah,
3: you can hear about it earlier in the.
0: Uh, I pissed on <laughs> a girl's dining room table. Oh. I fucking used to dip my dick and balls in vinegar. Uh, yeah, I I I I think about it like my wife is obsessed with calling me a misogynist, and and I'm like I'm like, hey, stop saying that. Like she's said it. She said it. She said it. A lot lately on the podcast she says it. Yeah, on Dr. Drew's podcast she said it. I'm like, hey, that's not a cool word to throw around. Like, apparently you're not on Twitter, but you can't. Like, I'm not a misogynist, and you saying that I am doesn't help my case. If anything comes up, if I say something negative about women, right? I'm like, just shut your fucking mouth. You're a woman, don't you know your place?
3: (laughs) 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 But you can't even make jokes sometimes. No, it's uh, yeah, it makes no. That all makes
0: me nervous, but that'll yeah. be right. what what do you think what do you like what do you think is going to be the fucking catalyst for this because it's got to end like the me too stuff kind of is kind of a little people are saying things they couldn't say eight months ago right like someone said the other day i don't know i just believe in due process and no one attacked them and i was like wow that's progress
3: right right yeah i don't know i think um well i think first of all i think the majority of people um are the the majority of society is as good at differentiating between bill cosby and louis ck there was a moment i think where everything got kind of churned up into one big thing and um it's tricky it's like every i mean it's a microcosm of everything that happens there's like it's something starts out very positive and then there's negative little offshoots of it I mean obviously, I think the me too is a great thing a great idea, a great movement very positive you'll you'll think more of it when you watch when you read Missoula yeah. and you're like oh this is really important but some things i mean louis specifically gets kind of mixed up into this weird thing and uh damage is done I think
0: I think it's one of those things that you know i i when you talk about, like, progress, there's got to be those first aggressive, just breaking eggs, because that's what you do before right. you start looking at the right eggs to break. You're like, fuck. You got to, like, storm it. Progress has to be stormed in upon. Right. It can't, you can't, I don't think it happens at, like, a slow rate. Right. I don't think anyone was, I don't think without Me Too, women would have ever been heard about sexual assault.
3: No, I think it's, like, um, I think it's good, and it's crazy. Like, and you start learning, like, I'm like, oh, I don't know a woman who doesn't hasn't been the victim of some kind of sexual abuse or uh, assault. Like, it's like it's pretty insane. My it's pretty wife, insane I mean, think,
0: yeah, my wife, my wife was, was raped in college. She's, I'm sure, I hope she's talked about that. But yeah, I mean, yeah,
3: <laughs> um, I'm laughing at you not knowing if you should have said that or not. I not, think she's not the idea. About her. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. Also, it's like yeah, 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 yeah. It's a dead horse.
3: Um. So yeah, I mean, I think it's it's obviously positive, but I think some of um. I guess I'm so close with Louie that that part was like, I don't know, hard. It was hard to deal with. Not hard. I don't want to say like I'm a, I'm like, it was very hard for me. It's, it's, it's hard to like, even talk. I won't even let you talk because
0: it. it's it's a <laughs> fucked up thing <laughs> to even talk about. because Terrified. People want to misconstrue words. Same way the alt-right goes after Chris Rock right. for that tweet. The, the progressive left and Jezebel goes after just guys like you and I going, he's not a bad guy. He's not a bad guy? Like, how dare you say that? And you're like, right. okay. Right. Would you let your daughter be with them and i was like yeah probably i mean i don't think i don't i don't think that um, I, uh, whatever it's
3: uh, your wife your daughter would be fine
0: i think so um, he's a father too there's yeah you know it's fucking just fucking i guess it's better than just obliviousness have you been around like old men that don't know them about me too and are still calling girls honey and doll? oh of
3: course yeah yeah no yeah you see it all the time i mean it's wild I mean, yeah, it's it sucks. I would rather be a a man than a woman, for sure. Oh. But I also, I really like Louis as a person.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm in this weird territory. I don't know where I'm at anymore. It's a, dude, so would be so glad that it came out on this podcast where we yeah. can edit it, anything you want out. Oh, great. Yeah. And yeah on yeah. joe on joe's podcast i would have been i saw you fucking shaking when he oh, brought Blue. you were like literally like shaking Geez.
3: but i feel like i was all right i was like i love him he's my friend and then uh i mean louie he, he louie listened to it he was okay with it so i was like all right great
0: and yeah it's like ari like i i when, when me too started i was like ari aren't you nervous he's like no why and i was like i was nervous for you
3: i was like <laughs> right, right right no no it's um but and also me too i mean it changes my perspective of a lot of these uh stories i have like i have Stories that I would tell before. Not like horrible, just like sex stuff sex stuff where I'm like, oh, I guess that was fucking weird. I don't know. That wasn't great. Not to make it sound like I did something. Yeah, no, horrible no, no, no. There's
0: dude, I remember every guy has been in a sketchy sex scenario where where just you're uncomfortable, also. Like I I I mean, I had sex with my wife one time and after it she cried and I went, What? And by the way, we're married. Yeah. We were it was consensual as fuck. Right She cried after sex, and I was like, "What the fuck is this? Right? Like stuff like that, as a guy, you're like, I don't know how to like I don't know how to process what's do like, are you okay, I, I'm cool, right? I did everything right. right. I mean, even like, you know, I was saying to someone the other day, I was saying to Tom, I was like, I'd, I've never been in like a group sex thing where two guys and one girl. like yeah. I would never do that. I think it I think it's rapey. And Tom's like, no, people do it girls are into it i'm like i can't i'm just like not that guy right i've right. only had sex with six chicks really yeah
3: wow that is embarrassing
0: yeah i've never uh, i've <laughs> never but i'm not a sex guy i'm like i'm very uncalled i'm very bad at it so if i'm gonna do it with someone i want to make sure that that they're gonna stick around right i've had one one night stand it was with that fucking girl that i thought i got i had two one night stands really One was with this liver pudley and chick and one was with this girl Libertarian? What did you say? Libertarian? Liverpudlian What's that mean? From Liverpool. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that word. Her tongue was stuck to the bottom of her mouth. It wouldn't go out of her mouth. Oh, weird. Oh, you're telling me. She couldn't <sighs> stick her tongue out of her mouth. The skin was attached to the bottom. Ugh. So she got like, do this. Ugh. Oh. And so, yeah, so you could lick her tongue, but you couldn't, like, French kiss her. Oh, weird. She's and a bad you wanna, lesbian. You want to know something crazy, she would be a bad lesbian. She drank Hennessy, and smoked cool cigarettes. Wow. And the whole time I was like, this is what it would smell like to fuck Tupac. <laughs> the whole time. Oof. Wait, what kind of music do you listen to? I'm like a big classic rock. I'm a huge Pearl Jam guy.
3: I've seen them 40 times. Really? And I'm huge into Brandy Carlisle. Do you know Brandy Carlisle? I'm like obsessed with her. No.
2: Oh, she's great.
3: For real? She's like a newish uh, rock and roll. Sometimes she gets... Uh, equated with country music she'll play the cmt awards which i find
0: brandy carl
3: strange but she's like a seattle um singer rock rock and roll some country-ish i guess but she had an album that came out i think now two years ago a year and a half ago that kind of like blew up she's kind of <laughs> blowing up now I'm about to go see her at the garden. B
0: R A N D I.
3: Ah, uh, yeah. And then Carlisle is like C A R L I L E. I got
0: it. In artists. Brandy Carlisle. I'm downloading
2: it. Yeah, man.
3: She's pretty she's like unbelievable. Party of One. Yeah, that's like her one of her singles. That album is the newest album. That album's great. Um, nice. I can't by wait. by the way, I forgive you is the album. And she has an she has a song called The Story, which is like her best. Ba- it's kind of like a grungy fucking badass tune. All right. I got um, hang on, i fucking yeah i think
0: you'll i think you'll get the story i don't
3: know you too well but the story is great that's a great album what do you when
0: when like if when someone told you about me what did you think like like if when you hear about me when you go like you i don't know you that well but what do you think about me because i think things about you (laughs) oh god that makes but like no but you go hiking you like the outdoors you like you're super fucking active yeah, I see you and Ari doing stuff all the time. Yeah, we like to do shit.
3: I like to, yeah, I like to get out there and do shit. I enjoy hanging out, conversation. I feel that way with you. I feel like we would be friends. I'm yeah. like, you're, we have mutual friends. So you're just like, oh, that's someone that I would just be friends with if I lived here or you lived there or whatever. Yeah. And it's weird. It feels like you know people because you're like, I mean, I said that weird. <laughs> I mean, it's, I said it like, I'm like, it feels like you know people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, generally, it feels like you know somebody because you're like have mutual friends and stuff.
0: Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it, it but tor- then i also
3: think we would hang out till 10 p.m and i'd be like all right got. i i'll see you tomorrow whenever you, you get go to up. bed early i don't go to bed early but like if people are boozing and stuff it's hard that's the only thing with not drinking when people are drunk or whatever i don't know what you're like drunk but i'm like oh we're operating on different level i gotta go i like oh. sitting around like this having a conversation
0: you can't if i was drinking you couldn't tell if i was drinking
3: but aren't you like shirtless at a party and buying
0: everyone shots and dancing on no, the bar and if shit we were, it- no, if we were partying, ah, like if, I see. like if it was after one of my shows, you definitely would notice right. that I was drinking. But you would only notice it because it's in my hand. Right. I'm very loud, obviously, but like I'm. If if we were if I was drinking, I would be I could be, what would be considered blackout drunk, and you would have no fucking idea. Interesting. I don't change my personality; didn't change at all.
3: Interesting. Um, but yeah, I, I'm like I like a hang like like this. We're sitting around cigars. I used to be a big cigar guy, but then I got this acid reflux situation, so I've knocked that off for a little really? while, but I'll, I'll come so wait, back to wait, what are it. your
0: treats then? No booze, no cigars. Well, weed. the
3: last few months has been very little. I'm starting to come back now, but for a long time, it was cigars, Coke, chocolate chip cookies. Coke, huh? Coca-Cola. Oh,
2: okay. Um,
3: but um, you're like, oh, here we go. Um, no, like soda, fast food. But then like, I had this horrible acid reflux problem for months that's like starting to get better now. Um, but- yeah, but also, I don't know, I have sex with my wife, hanging out. I mean, that's why I do a lot of hiking and going to the movies and shit. like, I but gotta like, figure when, out like, something.
0: You do, do you, like, I define myself on treats. Like, I need treats. Yes. Like uh,
3: I was like that, too. Yeah, I would always be cookies. Cookies and cigars. Huge cookies and cigar, guy. Really? Chocolate chip cookies and cigars.
0: Chocolate chip cookies are so good. Until
3: a few months ago. Although, I just had a chocolate chip cookie before this podcast, which I can, like, feel it in my throat because of reflux. Serious? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have reflux? Because you drink.
0: Yeah, I just fucking take a... Pill for it? Do you take Prilosec? No, I take a fucking Xanax. Xanax. Pepsi Complete. Pepsi Complete.
3: Okay. Is it you? Just,
0: No, zips it out.
3: All right. Maybe I should try Pepsi Complete. You don't have? You never tried it? No, I t- I've just taken Prilosec for like six months, but you're Ugh. supposed to get off it at some point because yeah. of osteoporosis or some bullshit.
0: Yeah, don't take Prilosec. Just if, just I, what I try to do is I try to eat. On right now, I'm trying to eat fairly clean yeah so like i had a buffalo patty for lunch all right but i had ketchup on it and cheese so like i'm not totally healthy yeah and then uh i'll have a little coffee but i try to drink a i have i'm obsessed with these 32 ounce styrofoam cups i love a 32 i love a 32 ounce styrofoam cup okay i like there's nothing better in my opinion than 32 ounce you want to know one of my hardcore treats Yeah. do you like kool-aid no nah, no oh i mean i'm sure i would i just don't i mean i do like kool-aid i just haven't drank kool-aid since i was you know nine. Oh, <laughs> dude you're doing water all wrong let me tell you something <laughs> i get i get these little they're five calorie packets okay they're this big they're for like 16 ounces right yeah i fill one of these up with crushed ice pour one in pour it and i pour it in first fill it with crushed ice then fill it with water and all the concentrates at the bottom right but it, you'll get a little taste of the kool-aid and yeah. i drink like five of those, thirty-two ounces, five of those, and by the end you drank all the Kool-Aid. So yeah. it's only five calories for five of them, so it's a calorie a drink. But dude, they're so fucking good. Wow, you're they're literally so... drinking
3: the Kool-Aid. I'm gonna, I'll make you one. Did you drive here? I I did drive here, but I can't have this Kool-Aid. I got this reflux. I got to knock out this reflux problem. I'm gonna get you a Pepsi Complete. I'm telling you, it's a it's an issue. I had it's called silent reflux. Where it goes into your throat, and I was losing my voice and stuff, and all scratch. But you must have it
0: bad. I don't, I don't have it like that. Well, I, just I get drank hurt sometimes.
3: I mean, I drank. Four. I was drinking four or five cokes a day, and like three or four cigars a week. A chocolate chip cookie every day. Yodel. This is where my treats were. So that's why my treats got knocked out a few months ago. A couple yodels, few yodels a day. What's a yodel? That's like a ring ding, but like a like a dick shaped, like a little. Uh, it looks like a little poo. What is you it? No yodel. You? Like a, It's like a little Debbie
0: or whatever okay
3: like it looks like a ring ding you know what a ring ding is kind of a ring ding is like a hockey puck a yodel's like a oh i know what a
0: yodel you're it's a little those. like child
3: dick <laughs> i was eating like four of those a day plus i would have DiGiorno pizza like four or five times a week chicken parm extra sauce i eat chipotle four times a week extra sauce extra queso so i just got all fucked up dude so then i was on prilosec for like five months started to get better tried to get myself off the prilosec but you get this rebound reflux when you try to get off of it so that's oh. what I had, and then this week I'm in LA, so I went to In and Out yesterday. Oh fuck and, yeah, you did! Uh, that's yeah. the best. Yeah, so I'm a little fucked up now. And I had a. Do cookie. you like Mexican food? I love it. I mean,
0: you should go to salsa and beer tonight.
3: I can't cause the reflux. I gotta get. I, I gotta get evened out again. God damn it! Before I can get spicy. So the last few months I've had like no treats. So I'm just like we. I, I've sexed with my wife. I'm like you got to pretend to be a man and fucking <laughs> call me a bitch or whatever. Gotta I take to it
0: to the next level. Spit up. my mouth.
3: Yeah, exactly. I'm a big spit in the mouth guy. She won't do it. My wife's very like conservative sexually. My wife's
0: very conservative sexually.
3: Like I'm like a I'm a fucking wild animal. Like I want her to whip my own cum in my face and stick a heel in my ass. You
0: know what I mean? Stick a heel in your ass. <laughs> um, but I used to have a know. joke. This is my impression of me getting kinky during sex. My wife's giving me a blowjob. I'm like, oh, I feel so good. Put it, put your finger in my ass. What? Nothing. <laughs> my wife was my wife will not is not it is not the woman i married the woman i married was like a fucking wildcat yeah like hardcore like fucking hardcore yeah and now she's just gotten to a place where she's like no i'm not doing that right stop why stop do you want do you want to do this then we're gonna just do it regular okay yeah yeah like, it's there's sorry. no like sometimes you just have to do it in your head
3: i think my wife is great, though. We have great sex. We have lots of sex. But, yeah, I'm definitely a fucking...
0: I, I would probably be a lot crazier.
3: Yeah. But I don't watch... We were just... My wife and I were just talking... I don't watch... I've never been a porn guy. So oh. I have to just create things with my wife. You don't watch porn? No. And I realize here's why. This is what I was saying to her. To me, the th- the sexy thing about sex... The hot thing about sex is to have a woman who's like... A woman's kind of walking around and wearing pants and has a job. And she's like, hello. She's meeting people. And I'll have a large coffee and the and then you see her in this place, like this naked vulnerable place where her fucking legs in the air and she's like, fuck me and come. That's the hot part to get a woman into that space where porn is just a woman like, okay, here's a woman who fucks professionally and she's going to fuck on the computer. It doesn't, there's no, to me, a hot yeah. porn would be like, you'd watch Goodfellas. And in the last scene, they go off to be uh, witness protection And Leota has Lorraine Bracco's ankles up over his head, and she's pounding her. Because I get to know her, you know what I mean? You don't expect
0: it. (coughs) Someone has a joke that someone I recently heard someone tell this joke, uh, but I, I, and it's better than the one. I don't know who it is. I don't know whose joke. I heard it, and I went, "God damn it, that's the joke I've been working on." I've been working on a joke that I can never really figure it out. I don't know their joke. I tell you their joke, but like the thing, the problem I have with strip clubs is that. They got naked so quick that I needed more I wanted more I wanted them to have sweatpants on. I wanted that's how I feel. I want the real thing. Like I want a girl to take her socks off. Right. Like I want her to take her socks off and see the rings of the socks on her ankles.
3: That's what I I was saying this exact thing last night with my wife. A strip club to me would be better if they had jeans on and fuck maybe not like, you know, And you saw a little button
0: imprint in their belly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A
3: pair of jeans and they're kinda hard to get off. She's gonna like wriggle out of them, you know. And then maybe like a, like a like a nice shoe, but like a, a heel. Like a heel you'd wear. Yeah. They're wearing like
0: nine-inch platforms. I'm like, no one wears that. This looks like a, a stripper. I want someone to come in from the cold, like bundled up in a jacket. I agree. Scarf on, mittens. Yes. And I want her to be like, come up to the table, be like, I want to be really cold. Like, did you want to get a table dance? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, oh, okay. I'll meet you back there. And then she comes in. She's like, takes her jacket off. Yes. And then like has a bra on like about an ugly bra i, I agree want regular, yes
3: a tan bra
0: yeah i want regular shit yes i i concur so it that's would be why so sexy if like you were at your office and your boss was a woman came in and like showed you her tits and was like i want to give you a table dance? yeah yeah
3: exactly i mean that yeah oh that's why, like uh like um an actress that i know is hot seeing them like jennifer jason lee you see her naked, you're like, oh wow, that's like she's like that action. I mean, she's naked in the first thing I ever saw her. But you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> that's why if you see your friends naked, you're like, Jesus Christ. you know what downblousing is?
3: Um, no, but it sounds like awesome. something.
0: Downblousing, go to I think Pornhub will be the best place to get downblousing. Downblousing is exactly what you're talking about. Kind of. It is a genre of porn where are you fucking serious? Um, it's hilarious. It's where a woman is uh, wearing a loose fitting shirt, no bra. Yeah. Uh, usually like um, yellow rubber gloves, and she's cleaning a toilet, and you can kind of see her nipples, but she's talking to the camera like, "So later we're gonna stop by my oh, mom's house." Oh, that it's sounds just, like something. And it and it's like my favorite thing. I told Leanne the other day. I said if you don't wear a bra all day, I'll do whatever you want. Like, if you just don't wear a bra, right. I'll do whatever you want all day. You got me. I got... That's because that, for me, I think... But my wife is like... We were, we had a problem with our fence back in the back, and she. I was like, come on, let's go back and take a look at the fence. She's like, I can't go out in the alley. I'm not wearing a bra. And I go, no one's going to... She goes, what if someone sees me? I'm not wearing a bra. Yeah. I was like, it's fucking hot as shit. Girls don't wear bras all the fucking time. Yeah. My wife... My wife, when I met her, she slept in a bra. Oh, weird. Yeah. Her That's mom had strange. told her, if you don't sleep in a bra, your tits will fall.
3: Oh, And my wife's got
0: interesting. perfect boobs. I interesting. love my wife's boobs. More now than when I met her. Interesting. Yeah.
3: That seems uncomfortable, though. Because I, I feel like most women, as soon as they get home, the first thing they want to do is take off their bra.
0: No, 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 no. The my women da- I know. My daughters are big bra people, too, thank God. Because my wife instilled it in them so like they're sports bras and isla wears a sports bra fucking to bed like everywhere Hmm. but i think isla's just embarrassed of her body she doesn't want to develop right that's another fucking weird thing is your kids just start turning into fucking humans yeah i don't like that yeah (laughs) so what, what, what else are you gonna do while you're out here uh, well, I'm heading out tonight.
3: I'm going to do a set at the store on the family and How friends great is thing. You
0: just, and you guys fly together. You can fly coach if you fly together.
3: We're fly, Yeah, we, we got Delta Comfort, which is nice. So we got a red eye tonight. I'm going to go pick her back up at the mall and then uh, have some dinner and then go to the store, do a set, go to the airport, red guys, eye home. What are you guys doing for dinner? Uh, I don't know what we'll do for dinner. I don't I'm know. I'm thinking Hollywood, what's good? Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe another. stay in Hollywood? In have you that checked
0: that? out of the hotel in Manhattan Yeah, Yeah, Beach? we're
3: out of the hotel, yeah. Nice. Um, maybe another In-N-Out because we only get a chance to have it. We, on our honeymoon we ate In-N-Out every day. We came out here for our honeymoon. For we real? went to Laguna Beach and then we went down to the Doheny, Doheny Beach Dana Point. There was a um, Eddie Vetter has a music festival that he does down there. Really, so it's fun. We had like a kind of a West Coast uh, honeymoon. We had In-N-Out every day, not even on purpose. We we had it the first day because we love it, and then we were like, let's just go there again. Then the third day you're like, well, we could go again. And then by the fourth day you're like, we're just let's just do it every day. It was really fun. I uh, that's how I'm, you get refreshed. I make In and
0: Out burgers for my daughter. You yeah. know what the keto an In and Out burger is no mustard.
3: They oh. baste
0: them in mustard before they grill them.
3: I thought you said the keto. No, you the said key, the key
0: too. Key to an In and Out burger is they baste them in mustard and then fry them up. Interesting. Oh, so I do that for the girls. I baste them in mustard, fry them up, and they taste like In and Out. Wow, that's good stuff. Yeah, i dude, I've. I'm making right now I'm making the best burgers I've ever made in my life. Good for you. Yeah. That feels good. Oh, do you cook? No, never. But you guys you and Mark got to come on my cooking show.
3: I wanted I was out of town. I was I forget where I was. I think I was in Europe actually. You were in Europe? Yes. Yeah, we had just gotten With back Louis, from Europe. Yeah. Uh yes, we just missed you. Yeah. Cuz cool. we I was flying home from Europe when Mark was flying to Europe. Like literally we were in
0: the air at the same time. Oh yeah?
3: Yes, you we just missed each other.
0: God, that Europe tour was fun as shit. That would have been fun. Yeah. I almost too, killed him.
3: Different. <laughs> for mark (laughs) um but yeah we missed you it would have been fun if we all met up
0: well i'll let you go get your wife at the mall this has been awesome dude i could was this
3: good i always think i'm like did i uh, the rest of the day i'll be like i suck i hate
2: myself for real yeah that's how i live my life no this is great all right i mean
0: i always look at a podcast like i i ones that i'm on i go okay was that was there like a good laugh in it yeah i go as long as there's one good laugh i'm cool with the podcast like i did one with tom it's a little backfiring a little bit where um he we just got into kind of a conversation about the concept of reparations uh-huh and i'm which i'm for but i'm for and like I, i'm for in the m- 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 uh killer mike sense like yeah. killer mike's like don't just get cut everyone a check give black people a part of a business yes like the way they did Heard casinos that, yeah. with the native americans right like and he's like i think it should be the marijuana industry right it's it's a brand new business it's coming around the corner allow back black people a percentage of the earnings of marijuana. Right. They deserve that. I, 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 from an agricultural standpoint, as a, as the way they were used in this country to establish, I agree with that. I agree with that 100%. Yeah, That's all I was saying. I was saying I was pro. I said it was complicated. I said in the middle of the conversation, I realized I looked at Tom and I was like, someone's going to edit this to just make it look like I'm racist. Right. And just take out, just move. And they've been doing that so much. And it's like it's unnerving because people do not know right and it's oh like, god that sounds and, horrible. oh dude it's fucking but then in my head i just go you can't control that yeah if people want to do that they're going to do that what do you what am i supposed to be like yeah like not talk out loud because people can edit you any way they want now
3: now that you say that could you edit out 100 percent of this podcast <laughs> yeah the Catcher and the Rye thing is what I was worried about, but now I'm scared they're going to, you know. The catcher the rye I feel
0: like I'm going to get so many tweets being like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. He never even read that book. Um, I'll make I'm sure in the it. intro to say, and listen, guys, really listen to this part about the Catcher and Rye and hit him up. So I just posted a picture of my balls online today. I saw that. And When I'm, you were on the phone with your cardiologist, I opened my. the first thing I saw was your testicle. Yeah, I um, I was very concerned about that because I didn't. What the fuck? Uh-oh. Um, I didn't i thought it was funny like like you know whitney got hacked or whatever no i didn't know i don't know So what, what this is what happened whitney cummings a friend of mine obviously yes. um these guys were blackmailing her in one of her insta posts she had accidentally posted her nipple okay and these guys started blackmailing her saying how much to not for me not to post this online i bet you wouldn't want this posted and they and she was like fuck you she was like you know what I'll post it. You're not going to fucking blackmail me. I'm not embarrassed. I'll post it. Okay. And then it went through the whole thing. And then Delia sent her a picture of him that he was embarrassed of. Yeah. And That's sweet. she was like a real friend. Would hit Is Chris He's He sent me this picture and said, this is what I look like in my underwear or whatever. It didn't look great. I mean, it looked fine. It's Delia. I'd, anyone still would want to fuck him. Right. So then I just found this picture of my balls where I ruptured my ball kind of. Yeah. Ooh, and I so it. I said... You know when you get so excited about something you don't really think it through? And I saw the thing about Whitney, and I was like, I'll just post a picture of my balls and send it to Whitney, and send it, put it online. Yeah, Go, I stand with Whitney. I think what those dorks did to you is fucking ridiculous. This is an embarrassing picture of my testicles after I fell on a water slide. Then as soon as I posted it, I went, I think I might have just sent a dick pic to Whitney online. (laughs) Like, as soon as I posted it, I was like, okay, I'm trying to support her, but I think what I just did is really inappropriate in the Me Too era. Right, right. And uh, thank God she retweeted and was like, this is what a real friend yeah, does. Yeah, I know. I think you're good. Fuck. Can I show you the one I was going to post? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> I was going to post this picture. Oh, goodness. Yeah, just fucking solid, straight up. Just... I think that they
3: would have taken that off, right?
0: What? No, they wouldn't have taken it off. You can't. They People fuck on Twitter.
3: Oh, right. Twitter, you can do that shit, I guess. Wow. That's fun.
0: So, yeah. So, I'll see how the traction's been. I'm sure I'm going to get haters going. This is inappropriate. Yeah, but there's always haters.
3: That's just the nature of... this. Nick
0: DiPaolo retweeted it.
3: i That's who I saw when I posted Oh, for it real? He
2: wrote that.
0: <laughs> Barstool Sports goes, I can't even tell what I'm looking at. <laughs> All right. I don't have to worry. I think you're good yeah i think um, we're all good we're all gonna be great so the podcast is uh tuesdays with stories. tuesdays with
3: stories yeah every tuesday mark norman and i it's uh i've been on it yeah it's wild it's yeah. fun it's a good time yeah we did it at the improv it was great
0: so wait if i come out to new york what will we do uh, i don't oh, know i'm gonna hit you up and go like hey let's hang out
3: maybe a park hang i mean if it's nice uh, i set up these park hangs i get everyone together in central park some to 8 10 20 30 people it's fun for real all these comics yeah. when, when would you do big. a park
0: hang Cause I'll, I'll i'll book it around a park hang
3: um it depends i mean we still got a, like, a couple months september and october are great so we okay can, i'm can coming out this you. month
0: i think for a weekend to do a podcast and take a sailboat up to cape cod
3: okay i'm there next week i mean next week i'll be there all week i'm i'm off and then I go to Europe
0: next week. Yeah. When do you when do you leave for Europe? What do you? Oh, that's right. When I go to leave?
3: London. I'm doing the uh, Soho 30th and 31st in London. 30th and 31st. Do you have okay. London fans? Can I plug it on there? Soho yeah, Theater, August 30th, 31st. Please nice. come for God's sakes. It's like a door deal. Really?
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, let's pack that bitch
3: out, please, dude.
0: It's is it you and your wife both?
2: No,
3: originally, but they were like, We do a one hour show here. We don't do opener. They like asked kindly to not have an opener. They're like, It's a sixty minute show we want you to do sixty minutes. So I was like, Okay. Oh, nice. But it's August thirtieth and thirty first the summer. So August thirtieth
0: and thirty first. So we've got to get this podcast out. We'll put it out the twenty eighth. Oh so great. everyone so that it's fresh in everyone's mind. Great. It's
3: this weekend then.
0: Yeah, it's this weekend. Today Fuck yeah. is right now, this the twelfth. Not spoiler alert. Do you play golf? I do. I love golf. For real? Yeah. Dude, we should play golf. In New York, it's tough though. Well, oh, cause you gotta drive out of the city.
3: Yeah, there's not like a lot of places club. But if you have a car, I guess you can. I would love to golf.
0: Fuck yeah. Okay, awesome. Golf. I'm gonna come out. I gotta get your number. What's your number? I think you might have it. We texted at one point. <laughs> I'll sell you right now. Joe.
2: Oh, here's my wife. Dance for it. Oh, she's texting. We don't no, call it's... on the phone.
0: Joe. List. I have DeRosa. I don't have you. Maybe it's just under list. Uh, let me see. I'll text you. Josh Liston. Is your number still the same? Yeah. 323-854. Three, three, <laughs> Might as well just give it out. Everyone already knows it. There you go. I don't have you. Great. All right. I'm saving you right now. All right. Great. 781? That's Boston. Oh. You In still got town. a Boston number?
3: Yeah. I never changed it. I mean, yeah, you keep numbers. I mean, I
0: don't. People don't post my number on fucking TV. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm, I may have to get a new phone because it's been fucking aggressive. Although I have been writing off my cardiologist calling me to. They called like twice, and I was like, "What the fuck is this number?" That's really funny.
2: Yeah,
3: um, be funny if you died because. What's your full name? My full name. Yeah, Joseph Albert List. List is an interesting last name. What is it? it's german in fact uh i was just in auschwitz as previously mentioned and they have like a all these books with like four million names of victims yeah and there's a joseph list my name in there there's like there's like 40 lists in there so then i was like hey maybe i'm a jew maybe i'm part jew which would explain a lot of my you know mental problems and then i was like i could just i could i could start not worrying about all these jew jokes i'm making yeah you know i
0: thought mark norman was jewish because he always says Hey, Jews, or you know? Yeah, yeah.
3: He he, he is like uh, he wants to be Jewish. I think he. does. But I'm like I think I might be. I got I got to do one of those 20, twenty. What is it? Twenty three and me.
0: Twenty three and me. What uh, what's the guy who owns the New York uh, stand up New York? Um, Auschwitz? Auschwitz. Auschwitz? Oh yeah yeah. I okay. uh, forget his name. James. James Altreich yeah. has a great joke about twenty three and me. What is it? My uh, my I took I just got a twenty three and me. I'm ninety nine percent not what's the really smart Jewish Ashkenazi Ashkenazi Jew and one percent Sub-Saharan Africa he goes huh you know that wasn't a date (laughs) (laughs) that's funny uh that's funny yeah I love a good joke
3: my friend uh this is a sorry I'll just tell this quick story and then whatever my friend uh best friend from high school the guy from Seattle picked me up at the hospital I mean at the hospital at the airport he was like a camp counselor for his daughter. She's like six or maybe she's yeah. eight now. And they were talking. He was listening to her. And her friend was like, I just went and my dad did a 23 and me. And she said, I'm 40% Italian, 20% German. She's like, what are you? And then my friend's daughter said, I'm half Cuban and half Boston, which I loved. Half Cuban and half Boston? Because <laughs> he's from Boston and his wife is Cuban. But it works. Boston is like a place it works for. Like you yeah. could be like, I'm half uh, Italian and I'm half Boston. <laughs> like yeah. It has
0: like such a... Uh, a
3: style of people.
0: Someone asked Isla what she was one time, and she goes in class, and they were like going through, and they said, "Isla, what's your? What are you?" And she goes, "Oh, I'm dyslexic." <laughs> they're like, "No, but what are you?" She goes, "I think I'm just dyslexic."
3: That's hilarious. Yeah, I have no, is, I have no roots.
0: I I'm just, dyslexic. I'm am dyslexic too. We found out I was dyslexic by dealing with her. I just figured out a workaround. So yeah. when I read, I just read like the words I can see, like the words I I can just I just grab the words. It's like a speed reading technique if i just grab words that i recognize and then that fills in the sentence but sometimes i will miss see a word and think of something else
2: yes I. so have the that. other
0: day i saw the the headline was how much water should you have in a day but i thought how much water will make you gay and i went <laughs> well i drink a lot of water i should probably read this and yeah. then i went oh that's not what it is but i do that so much i want to make it a bit and just post what things that I thought were read that I thought that, the ways I read them, right? But I, I I go through them. It happens too much and too often. I do I do that. I have the similar thing. I do that a lot. And, just, I'll, and
3: I'll read it like four or five times.
0: Yeah, I'll be like, why does this? Sound? And then I'll be like, oh, I'm fuck. I'm an idiot. I I I think that's how I started doing comedy. Was I would mishear things, and what I'd mishear was funnier than what they said, and then I just make it my joke. That's fine. Like yeah, like uh trying to think of an example i don't really have an example i'm sure i can come up with one right. later put it in post I'll, I'll, yeah I'll put, I'll put it in post yeah it was like that people. time that was hilarious <laughs> that's a good bit man that was really good awesome man we'll have fun tonight at in and out go grab your wife Yeah, it's been a blast dude thanks anytime, for having me i appreciate anytime it. anytime you come out if you want to do my podcast it's an open invite all right i'll let you literally, know, literally and if you go hey we're going out to la i would love to do a podcast while i'm out there hit me up
2: all right,
3: I, I would will. love to. I will take you up on that. Do you mean that? Because I don't I mean, want to be the guy 100%. that's like nervous, and I'm like, maybe I'll text you, maybe I won't.
0: I, I that your whole group in New York. That I, I'm so jealous that like I don't live out there because the, all the New York comics are all like ten years younger than me, and it, Ari's with all you guys, and you guys seem like you're having so much yeah, fucking fun.
3: Yeah, we have fun, it's and nice. so
0: I always like I, when I come out there, I want to be able to like hang out with you guys, and the only way to really do that is is. Vice versa, if you come out here and let you know, it's an open invite to come do my podcast. Okay, all you guys, all, all right. you guys, perfect. Except for Mark Norman, I'll the do it. Uh, <laughs> dude, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you. Fuck yeah.